1: Up my notes. <laughs> are we pretending right. it's two weeks from uh, from the last one and that yeah, we didn't we do these in the same night?
0: god that was a long two weeks oh
2: <laughs> two weeks ago uh, so what's happened to you in the last two weeks since we I'll tell you what episode, mate i feel uh, about I feel about a fortnight older that's oh you remember that you remember oh, there was a friday <laughs> do you remember that and oh yeah uh, and and which fortnight like which map on Fortnite? Are you? Are you the one with the guns or the? I don't know anything about Fortnite. Something to tomato town. Is that Fortnite?
0: That's Fortnite.
2: That's all right. So it's been that's Fortnite Legends. That's
0: Fortnite, and this is what is music—a music (laughs) podcast about music. We're a podcast that focuses on discographies in their entirety doing deep dives on one artist at a time. Uh, We're currently in season two, which is called Are You Amused? A critical analysis of the history, cultural impact, and music of Muse. Uh, We're going through their entire career, album by album, track by track, asking questions like, does context matter when you're listening to music? Does knowing the history of an artist affect your appreciation of their output? And this season, we are, of course, asking... Are You Amused? And to be clear, we're asking if you are amused by the band Muse, not whether or not you're amused by us, the host of this season, Are You Amused, to which you are now listening. I'm Adam Scott Glasspool, and I'm joined by co-hosts Steve Murphy.
1: Why did you do it like that? I liked it. I liked it. And...
0: A Lucas away! Let's get ready to rumble! (laughs)
3: Let's
1: fucking
0: go! (laughs) It's a very very high energy uh, uh, introduction. Uh, We're of course on our quest to answer the question, what is music? Uh, I think that music is the light refracting through a drop of dew attached to a blade of grass early on a summer's morning. Uh, Steve, what do
2: you think music is? It can be on a CD and stuff, can't it? Mm,
0: and Lucas, what do you think music is?
2: Ones and zeros that sound positive.
0: Wow, okay, that's great. How are you guys? Obviously, uh, two weeks has passed. Um, it has been... Two
2: full uh, weeks have passed. Two long two weeks. I, I've
0: I've got a beer. I, I've, I, I spent two weeks getting a beer and yep. bringing it to my desk.
2: I spent my uh, two weeks in between recording these, going for a wee and getting a Diet Coke. Like, do you know what that's exactly what I did, Lucas? Wow, that's mad, both uh um, yeah, both diet everyone Coke, from so... my work is calling me being like, "Where have you been <laughs> how how big is this diet Coke yeah, how yeah. long is this we <laughs> we well, gets like, to a point how how long do you think you would
0: have to wee for before you called the hospital before you called for
2: help <laughs> yeah
1: uh
2: oh, like. I don't think five long. minutes? I don't think even five minutes. I feel like after after like two, I'd be worried. You'd be like, "This is very satisfying." But this I wouldn't have called better. the ambulance. After at what two. point do you start screaming? I start worrying at two minutes. <laughs> okay, I, now, I call I'm the ambulance.
0: I'm asking, what point do you call nine nine nine? Nine nine nine.
2: I think four minutes.
0: Yeah, that would be a long time, wouldn't it?
2: Uh, yeah, if not less. There, there be, I'd be like, be I'm going literal... to empty my body of liquid. I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be a point where you're
1: looking your significant other in the eye and you're both going, we've got to, we've got to call it. We've got to call 999. There'd be, be a point where you have
2: to... I'd just be going to Hannah and being like, just keep pints of water coming. Just keep them coming and I'm going to neck them as I go because I'm scared of emptying my body of but, all its liquid. Uh,
0: yeah. There'd also be a point where like how do you think you're not really (laughs) conscious of like how long it's been and you're just like this has been going on a little a little while isn't it like when you first start to realize
1: (laughs) Mm. yeah it's been three weeks (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then and then you've got to think about how you've transported to the hospital i assume with like a giant water tank on a trailer yeah Um, um, why are you not in an ambulance
2: why are you on a why are Not I'm really. in an ambulance. You called no, the I've ambulance, ambulance. I'm like, and they've no, gone. No, Here's no, no, a trailer. No, no. We're going
1: to tow you wait, out wait, back. Wait, 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 wait. No, wait. I'm an, I'm in an ambulance because you're still Lucas. Yeah, there's a pipe hooked to my pee and then it's going out the back of the ambulance onto a trailer with a water tank on the back. Because why wouldn't? The, why wouldn't they the just The hospital let... is is miles away. Why, why wouldn't they just let the, the wee go onto the road?
2: They don't need to catch it in a tank. Just let it go <laughs> onto the road
1: for research. This <laughs> has never happened to anyone before. They need to like catch as much. (laughs) All right. Well, okay. Well, yeah. Let's
0: let's get on with it. We're going through the discography of the... (laughs) We're going through the discography of the three-piece beat combo Muse uh, from three different perspectives. Me, very analytical, deeply into the context of music and the things that surround it. Not really a big fan of Muse. Steve, moderately thoughtful about music. Bit of a normie. Bit of a Muse fan. And Lucas, less analytical, than maybe the norm something someone who is quite happy to just let things happen to him or at least that's what his advert on Craigslist says, uh, and he's a huge Muse <laughs> fan. Uh, last week uh, we started looking at their second album, Origin of Symmetry. We only got three tracks in before we ran out of time. So
1: it doesn't sound like us. <laughs> so this episode, be right.
0: this episode, we're going to be looking at the rest of Origin of Symmetry, but we're also going to be looking at some of the stuff that happened. After they released Origin of Symmetry, including some uh, some A-sides, some stuff that they released around uh, the Origin of Symmetry sort of era. So we've got some extra tracks after the album and stuff coming up. So do stick around for that. Um, should we just uh... crack the fuck on? Yeah, should we just get
2: on with it? But shall we? I do what we should do. <laughs> yeah, because, that's what everyone's because saying. Really good. Everyone at home is shouting, get on with it. <laughs> because they're really good songs, should we just skip back a bit and do Newborn, Bliss and Space Dementia again? <laughs> Uh, uh I reckon uh, I
0: reckon if people wanna do that they can go and listen to the end of the last episode again. How about that?
2: But that doesn't solve my problem right now.
0: It doesn't, no. Sorry about that, mate. Let's uh we're gonna start with uh, some hyper music. <laughs>
1: Didn't ever <laughs> I didn't ever give the Rage Against the Machine thing like a thought about Muse at all until Lucas mentioned it on the last um, the Showbiz episode. But it yeah, that like that just that riff just like that could just be pulled straight out of the back of, of Los Angeles. Well. Um well, Adel, oh. why don't you
2: play clip number three, which is Snake Charmer by Rage Against the Machine. Oh, oh yeah, oh,
1: Yes, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, fair. I like that was. Yeah,
2: So like, I, I mean I don't I don't mind that because I like I mean, that. I mean, yeah, I mean like, the thing Adam said about the band that shall not be named is it doesn't matter if something sounds like them. I don't really mind because I like Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, really exactly. they're really
0: good. But it's so, it's also only that one little section yeah. of this song. Yeah, it's because... not the whole song. It's just that riff, yeah. Because once it once it comes out of that bit and and the bass sort of run that, starts, that bass run is so just good. Yeah, absolutely soars. It's driving, is what it is. Mm. Oh, it really is. It's driving bass. It's um,
1: Jeremy Clarkson on a country road.
2: We've already that done. Is, we, got, yeah. we we already did yeah. Top Gear with, <laughs> yeah, with Bliss. Oh yeah. Sorry. Oh yeah, sorry. So so it's, it's, it's
0: Paddy McGuinness. Yeah. On a country but, yeah. road.
2: It's yeah. Matt LeBlanc, yes. oh, yeah, yeah, whoever else took over on that show, Chris Evans. What an angry and unpleasant ab- a bunch of lyrics he's written here. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah what angry, what angry, grumpy me. boy.
0: Yeah, real grumps,
2: real grumpers.
0: It's it's a bit like Space Dementia in that it starts as being about something sort of abstract and sci-fi, but then just sort of dissolves into being another sort of vague song possibly about love in the second
2: verse maybe i think this one is probably one i think this is a bit like showbiz era lyrics as far as i'm like in terms of it's very clearly like i'm grumpy at my ex yes <laughs> but to prove to
0: you but in a that, much that lyrics are not the be all and end all for me this is really good, and and potentially like I think this is a ha- the highlight of the album for me. On an album of mostly
1: highlights, this is a standout highlight yeah. for me. Which is interesting because I, it, it's not as interesting as some of the other tracks in it, because it is it's what like three and a half minutes. It's quite simple. It's like a riff. Yeah, it's quite simple, like but it's really good at what it does. But it fucks. It fucks it and slaps me about. Fuck. Well,
0: it has a release. It has a very satisfying release when the bass starts. You know, you know the the bass yeah. part, you know, the the part of the song when that starts that's a really nice release whereas something like Space Dementia um feels much more like claustrophobic and introspective and dark whereas this has that like <sighs> sort of soaring feeling. So even though it's not maybe yeah. as interesting, it gives it gives a more sort of emotional response, maybe.
2: For What's sure. mad is this was this was a single?
0: Was it really? That doesn't surprise this, me. This, of, of all the, the other tracks on the album, and you're not releasing Citizen Erased, are you?
2: No, but it was a double... so they no, I'm not. The final, right. the final single for this <laughs> album was... Aren't you? was... Steve, I... No, I'm not. I, I thought I got your newsletter, and it said you were releasing no. Citizen
1: Erased. No, that's that's totally wrong. I've never released Citizen Erased by Muse. Oh, I'm going to have to take that out of all my fucking notes now. The text, opening
0: sorry. thing of my notes of Citizen Erased is, Steve, didn't, aren't you releasing this? <laughs>
2: an acoustic version <laughs> I can I which as we understand. know means it's on piano <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so after Sorry, dude, after why? all the other so the other singles we've already covered which is pl- oh yeah, I have plug in baby actually uh, after plug in baby newborn and bliss the last single for this album is a double single of a weird combo of hyper music and feeling good ah uh, yes I forgot that they released feeling good as a single but is like that a double A sense. not like a double yeah like a double A side I guess like yeah but what a. Like, it's basically a way of backdooring hyper music into the charts.
0: It is, really, yeah. Which actually is slightly interesting. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that when, when we get
2: on to Feeling Good, I think. Yeah. The video for this one is so shit. It's just Muse playing a room. I love that it. oh. one. <laughs> it's one of the yeah. manix videos. <laughs> I can't wait to do the music video episode. Just but were play... any of them on fire? They yeah. weren't on fire, but there was a lot of like. They did like. like slow like speedy and slowy oh. with the camera was there and were they some, like, speedy. Oh, were they playing and in front sh- of a big clock no clock oh. no just a plain room and the camera shakes a lot because seems the like they angry. would
0: save that for time is running out if they were going to have any music video with a yeah. big clock
2: yeah
1: a big what a <laughs> lot <laughs> um, okay I'm, I'm
2: guessing so adam you'll know this steve hi stick Steve, there is two entirely Different versions of this song I'm Adam Uh, I'm Steve And I'm Gordon Brown (laughs) Why, why? Why? Where did that come from? All of your
0: political references By the way are so out of date (laughs) I know right (laughs) It's all John Major
1: and Gordon Brown (laughs) Um, <laughs> um they'd released two versions so i imagine the hyper no, they didn't music re- well
2: they didn't release it th- they didn't release it at this point but they had two versions of the song because it because it's on hullabaloo oh. it's called hyper it's called hypochondriac music instead of hyper music oh, that winds mm. me up and a bit. i don't know why it's completely different uh i won't go in i won't spoil it too much for steve because he'll hear it but it's the very opposite vibe to this song okay yeah it's sort um, of And they, they they had both and they basically went, which ones we stick on the album? They went, probably the one that we'll actually play live and will be really good live.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, that alternate version would not
2: fit on this record at all. I mean but but I'd love to see it live though. Have they have they played it live? I don't know, have they played it have they played hypochondriac music live? Like I don't maybe in like an acoustic set or some shit, yeah. you know? I don't know which we all know would be, that, be the, about. the the hyperconject music version of this song is so much less interesting than this one. Uh, yeah, definitely. But it's it's in, it's interesting that it's a completely like they've just done another version of a song.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
2: like that's quite a cool thing to do. It's never been played live. I, I
0: I didn't realise that they had both ready to go. I always assumed that they had hyper music and then they decided to do another version of it later on down the line to release it as a B side. Didn't realise that it was um, that they were both. They just had two versions. They just had of two song. versions. Yeah, that's very interesting. That's uh, changed my uh, uh, sort of view on entire uh, universe music. Yeah.
2: Have we mentioned that the bass line in this song is really good? Uh,
0: let me just. Check my notes, bass line, bass line. I'm just going to stop recording and yeah. go back and
2: listen to my recording and check I've said it.
0: Okay. Well, rather than do that, let's just mention it again because bass is you know, really good. Yeah, I can always edit it out. Also, the guitar
2: sound it. is really like clangy and tinny. It's and horrible. Like, yeah. yeah, it's gross. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's disgusting. But I love it. It's really yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, probably because that works
0: like that very high end tinny sound works really well as a, counterpart- a part to the bass.
2: Uh, riff, you know, which is very much the lead of the of the verses. It's definitely yeah. like, yeah. What's the guitar sure. doing in the verses? Doing some, doing some. It has picking. Um, it has little picking. Yes, bits. of course it does. Yes, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. It does. Mm. Yes, it does. Yep.
0: Um, this. Should we skip the next one because? Well, no. What I was actually going to say was what, while we were talking about um hyper music and, and the differences between hyper music and hyperconject music. Hyperconject music without spoiling too much is kind of an acoustic version and I prefer this version. So if Muse had asked me I would probably tell them to uh plug in, baby. Fuck off <laughs> a Good song, isn't it?
2: Fucking Baby by Muse is quite a good song,
0: think, isn't, isn't that a good song?
2: Hey guys, guys, Adam Lucas, yeah,
1: good song. Mm. Mm.
0: I'll tell you what, yeah. though, one thing uh-huh. about this song, uh, actually, like, I don't know why it just came into yeah. my head, it's really good. Yeah.
1: Let me just check, uh, just checks notes. <laughs> good song, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah 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 so it is a good song <laughs> and this uh,
0: but, but like but like also it is a yeah. good song but also when you get to like at this point of the album having heard sort of like like space dimension which is quite a dark and sort of expansive sound and then hyper music sounds quite claustrophobic when you get to plug in baby the, the thing you're thinking is a good song <laughs> I can
1: see that fucking coming <laughs> a mile off. I can <laughs> yeah. see it, and I just couldn't stop it. But genuinely, you've got a hyper music. It's like this short. I the, the temptation now. It's yeah, just, uh, yeah. Uh, good song. Um, it's like a short, sharp, riffy rock yeah. song. I can't not do that now. And then it's like, uh, good song. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but like genuinely, then like genuinely, it's like, oh yeah, fuck, plug in babies on this fucking record. And it's good, right? And it's a good song. <laughs> yeah. But we had this thing crop up in our season on Manic Street Preachers, and that is a good song. Because <laughs> they had good songs. Like, yeah,
2: We're selling Plug and Baby such yes, short let, shrift right. by making it the butt of a joke. <laughs> We've had this thing, right, let me actually start. When it deserves yeah, so much right. better because it's yeah. a
1: good song. <laughs> We've had this thing crop up in our season on Manic Street Preachers, like where a song is so massive and it's so... On the present and so recognisable that it's so good. Plug baby seems it's good, but it seems to almost not belong on this out al- like on a, on an album, not on this album. It it seems like it's sh-
2: because it's just perpetually yeah. a
1: massive single. It's just a hit. It's just a hit. Like of its it, own it right. totally fits in this album. Don't get me wrong. Like, but I mean, you're like it almost took me out of the album. Like, oh yeah, and now plugging babies on it. Do you know what I mean by that? And that that's right. Fault I, of I news. feel that
0: way about dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Like yeah, if I exactly listen to rumors, you go like, "Oh yeah, fucking dreams is on this album." Yeah, but with because rumors, you go, "Oh yeah, this song. song," and then
1: you go, "Oh yeah, this song." <laughs> yeah. But well, I know, I know it, yeah, no, I don't. Uh,
2: but I know what you mean. Yeah. And but like, and uh, re-listening to this again, we well, say again, like I've never <laughs> stopped, but like I giving it a a, a proper, you know, a re-read. considered listen, like just plug and baby. And I am just Good like, song. yeah, it's obviously like one of their best songs, yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah and obviously like uh, yeah it's your whole thing you had last season with design for life yeah, it's it's whatever, it's that. where you were just like yeah of course it's like it's i'm going to do my top 10 but if i if i could i could probably just put it as put design for life as number 0 yeah and exactly and well, not even consider it it's kind of that with plug and baby it's like well ov- obviously it's a good song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah but like but like the spoilers, spoilers exactly. for the end of this episode
1: i haven't put this as one of my favorite tracks in the album because i think that's a boring thing to say
0: Right, yeah. I've there's chosen... no point. There's no point like saying that Plugin' Baby" is a good song.
1: Yeah, although we have covered that. We have covered it very do you know, extensively. Do you want to know what my next line, of my notes actually is? <laughs> what, it's what it's undeniably a good
2: song.
0: <laughs> it's undeniably a good song. But it's
2: so utterly centered around uh, the that g- riff, and there's. And the guitar sound, the tone...
1: There's something about the the, the, the scale that's used in that riff or something that makes it it, really addictive. It's
0: very odd. It's an odd
1: scale. Oh,
2: It's it's when it gets to
1: that high note. It's really addictive, and that's the only
2: way I can describe it. It sounds like uh, Toccata and Fugue in D minor. off the top of your head?
0: It does, actually. That is another good song. Stop this now.
2: Uh, but I w- I, w- I didn't prepare a clip for that because we'll oh. get to that, later. and also we all know that uh, we all know yeah, and it's yeah, we're all hearing that in our um, right now, and of but, course I know. Also, that. like, and not just not just how good the riff is, but like the particular tone of his guitar is so like, and it's going to be a stupid word to say because obviously it's played on an electric guitar, but it sounds so electric yeah, like it sounds really like like it's, it's synthetic it sounds like something is short circuiting yes yeah. it sounds i mean and you know one of the like one of the reads about what this song is about is it's about a guitar oh it's no that is one of the i mean i've just al- just allow me to go through the list of things this so i i had it i had it as being
0: technology encroaching onto our love and sex lives so yeah sex yeah sex
2: robots so newborn newborn again sex robots yeah okay yeah so It's about guitars, or it's an all things that Matt has claimed at one point or another, basically. It's about guitars, or it's an analogy for touring life, or it's about the dislocation of the internet generation, or it's about some kind of matrix-like man versus machine, or it's about uploading your soul into a machine, or uploading your soul into a children's (laughs) teddy bear, or if you could genetically modify a puppy to stop it from growing up, or it's about sex robots. It's probably about sex robots. The music video the music video features yeah. sex robots. If if someone presented me with that
0: list of things it could be about and said which one do you think it is? I think I would just say yes. Because I think I think yeah, it is yeah. about all of <laughs> yeah. those
2: things. It's all um especially genetically modifying a puppy <laughs> yeah. to stop But there is up.
0: something of in the in in the the milieu of the song in the maison saint, there is something oh, sort yeah. of uh, you know yeah. it, it has tinges of all of that stuff that you've said in there.
2: I think that's I think it's just it's a good song, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the bass. Um, you oh what now? So that is that is a the bass line and then it's overdubbed with an analog synth on oh. oh. yeah. oh, the nice. bass as well. That, so it's both. So I once. have a
1: distinct memory of Adam. Turning to me when we were listening to this, when we were like in, teenagers, or whatever, and saying, "You know that mad sound that goes wow, That's the bass guitar." And are genuinely thinking, "What?" But yeah, it's the yeah, bass so that and totally
2: a tracks with that. at cool. the Same time. That's a that's a good song, isn't it? Uh, to talk about like when you when you want to talk about like how seriously they read into like they take lyrics and song titles and stuff. The title for this song came from flicking through a catalog, and seeing a a, a toy like a like a a thing that you, it's called a plug. Cool. Hey man, that's fine.
0: There's, there's a story about, um, (coughs) uh, you you know, the album parachutes by Coldplay. Uh, there's a song on there called high speed, uh, that is called that because when he wrote it, Chris Martin was sat opposite his washing machine and he could see the words high speed. That's fine. Everyone's got an anecdote (laughs) like that for their band.
2: I mean, there's, there's obviously there's, and there's muscle museum, which is, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like i i mean we should i should have prepared a clip really of like the original version of plug-in baby that was just we linked to it on our shit. twitter and i and i have to yeah. say I, I, don't a of us in it. I don't follow us on twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's what that bollocks. Well, no, i followed it i followed it when adam yeah yeah it's really taking a dip in quality
1: isn't it and then I...
0: <laughs> I listened to the demo i really liked it it's missing the riff and the riff is a good part of this good song, but I, I actually liked the demo, and I thought the lyrics were slightly better as well.
2: Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It ha- It's more overtly about your read. Yeah. which is about like the because there's a line that's like it's something like God is in me. I'm in virtual yeah. reality. Yes, which isn't in this t- in this version, which
0: is actually a very cool lyric. I quite like that a lot. That that's very um, holy Bible actually.
2: God is in me when I'm in virtual reality. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That sounds like something Richie Edwards would write. It's right.
2: not as overtly about fucking a robot
0: though, it's it? not and that's why this version is much better yeah because we like the robot set. Yeah. it feels so anthemic and weird uh like at the same time
2: it's 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 amazing that this is a that this has become like their and their big yeah album. it really walks
0: the line between being like weird. unhinged and and also single worthy do you know what i mean
2: yeah and i mean you know it was you know it was the, the first single and like well yeah i mean that chorus is, like, that is insane yeah it's uh, every, you know they, they've pretty much played it at every single gig since its inception. There was like a little spell where it got put on rotation and then they... Really? Yeah. If I went to a Muse show and didn't see Plug-in
0: Baby, I think I'd be at least disappointed, you know? I think I've seen it all. There might be one I went to... Just to, to, to remind you, Adam it, thinks from that, from that Muse Live, live fine. are fine. I think, I think it's fine. Yeah, I think they're yeah. fine. I think their stage <laughs> show is great. I think their live
2: performances are fine i think you're wrong well we'll get into that my, we'll one be, of yeah. my biggest regrets in life is is not being podcast. old enough to have gone and seen Muse <laughs> when i first <laughs> when i first like obviously i got into them around this time but i was 11 right. so i didn't go to a muse gig yeah and You've my never first been muse to gig muse was gig? in the absolution oh i tour, see i was still only like 14 when i first saw them at the absolution tour but like the Origin of Symmetry tour energy would have been something. I wasn't Congress. going to that gig when I was that young. I don't know if that... I've
0: mentioned it on the podcast before. My first gig was a Manic Street Preachers gig at Southampton Guildhall for my
1: 16th birthday. I don't know if I've mentioned that. It's one of the three
2: anecdotes we have. 16's not... Yeah, I mean, yeah, so my, my, first, my first would have been 14, so it's not that <laughs> like, much further ahead. I
0: must have erased it from my memory citizen. Uh, Sorry to be the first one to talk Uh, (laughs) It's difficult to know Which bit of that song To play On the podcast For people who maybe haven't heard Muse That sounds a lot like Some of the stuff we've heard on this album already But this song is 7 minutes and 21 seconds long um, And Kind of Has more of that classical influence In that it has a couple of different movements y- yes movements to it. so let me just sort of um let me just sort of skip to the the end of the song It sort of ends on that soft note, and but in the middle there's also slower bits yeah. that kind of build back up to that first riff that we heard.
2: So it's like loud, quiet, loud, quiet, isn't it? Sort of. It's, it's a bit more interesting. Yeah, than that. It's, but it's
0: just- yeah, but even even that is like an oversimplification, yeah. isn't it? That doesn't it? sound like me. That doesn't sound like me. It's very prog. <laughs> it's very prog yeah. rock.
2: It's so prog. It's like. I mean,
1: I mean, it starts off with just another Tom Morello riff, right? Just that that guitar sound is so rage um what the br- br- yeah <laughs> <laughs> that horrible <laughs> like i don't know what he's doing on the guitar it's, there it's, but it sounds great it's the harmonics yeah yeah that's it that's it it's and p- then it's like i like how the, harmonics yeah the drums come in at the beginning with like no bass um and
2: then the so the that riff was written to the to the drum oh rhythm so the drums came cool. first oh i like that so this song started with yeah that makes sense yeah yeah and then they crisp lay down
1: that riff over it and then they built the song yeah from but that. it starts like that but like you said Adam you skip about and it could be a whole other song um, yeah yeah absolutely it's just these gigantic dynamic shifts in it and it I think it it really makes you earn that heavy riff when it comes back in when it, when it comes back mm. in, it's very yeah, quiet. and when it comes back in the second like, time like, oh, after yeah, the first cool. mellow bit. It's, it's this again. Yeah, nice. And then that lovely outro, like I said, may as well be another song, Like just caps it off nicely. And it's like, what, isn't the outro like about two it's minutes? Lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, it seemed, the track as a whole seems to be sort of like the centrepiece of the album, almost. Not just because it is like fucking bang in the middle, but like thematically it sums up the record and the sheer sort of like breadth and depth of it in all its like froggy nonsense it gives us a bit of like every flavor of the album like if you had one track to get across what this album is about you you, you could you could just pick this one and go this is what this album sounds like
2: and it kind of sets up that second half of the album i feel like, yeah. it is, like you say it is what that, that is, exactly from... what that
1: is exactly what that is in if you go see a musical you have the big triumphant song at the end of the first first act you have the uh, the interval and then you've got a reprise and then you've got just before everyone comes back on you've got almost like a summing up of everything that happened in the first act and it's a big this is what's going to happen into the second one and that that's very much like it this is either what happens before the curtains go down or just as the curtains about to come up and, and it really gives me that i don't want to say that you know origin of symmetry is cats <laughs> but his origin is symmetry it might cats? Be cats actually <laughs> no, but it gives me that kind of like um that flavor and in yeah, just it is it is a very dramatic album, and there's gotta be some sort of influences from i mean I suppose musicals have a lot of classical influence in it, but. yeah
2: yeah, and this this is the one that's played on the seven string manson uh and adam was talking about the tuning it is a a d g a a d d GBE. Wow. Jeez, that crazy. is that is nuts, <laughs> actually. <laughs> On a yeah, seven-string guitar. A-A-D-D-G-B-E. cool, though. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I've bit, never so understood this, when this... people
1: write a song and they go, the tuning needs to be this. Is it more that it's easier to play? So it makes sense. If I tune this string down...
2: Yeah, like, what came first? Did he come up with a song and then go, this needs to be in this tuning? Or did he put the guitar in that tuning and then come yeah. up with a a guitar part? I imagine he was coming up with uh, a guitar part Strummed like hit the open E
0: and thought this needs to be fucking lower, yeah. mate. Uh, so no, got no. A lot lower. So we got out <laughs> no, the seven no. string. Lower. So we got out
2: the seven string and then went, This still isn't low enough. And then down it to an end. Lower. <laughs> oh no, but, but... This, this, this is I'm sorry, this is as much as I can down
0: tune this six string guitar. Lower. <laughs> <laughs> but but
1: Manson guitar, it it can't go at
0: <laughs> lower. <laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> and that's what this
0: album's so about this is, is the this... struggle between man and machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah <it's>... exactly.
2: <laughs> so this one has absolutely taken on absolute legendary status. So uh Adam read out that uh email last week about someone saying they got citizen raised at their gig and it was like that's yeah. like a, a reward a treat. Is this song is just even if not widely considered people's favourite song, it is like just so widely considered by the muse community to just be like an absolute legend like just like their masterpiece almost just it, you see that seven string come out at a gig and you're like they're gonna play fucking citizen erased and i'm I, i'm in for a lovely little treat that i get to see citizen Erased. lucas is thinking now, i can like, put
1: this on the spreadsheet
2: and it's not one. It's not. I've and it's not one for the plebs in the audience. It's one for the. fucking
1: oh, are you looking around at other people down your nose like that, being you like, don't you don't know this song, you pathetic. You see the guitar. Whoa, car, whoa. I know what it is. I know what it is. Let the guitar. Oh. <laughs> are you rubbing your nipples. <laughs> you just go. I might rub your nips. have been rubbing my nipples. I might not have been Lucas. I do not Yeah, see it, no.
2: don't
0: kink shame, yeah. Steve. <laughs> uh, so when I was saying that it sort of like thematically sums up the album, I get the impression that this uh, this song is sort of about someone trapped in a system, again envious of someone who is able to break out of the system and of course that you know, that could be our capitalistic society or someone who is awake to the conspiracies of the world. You know how much Matt likes lizard people. It um, is a
2: bit it is a bit 1984, isn't it? It's yeah. It's like someone who's broken up from... Like, or a literal from...
0: Matrix-style simulation. Or just, you know, the, yeah. the, the nine-to-five having a job life. Yeah. Which I think is what makes it really great, is that it has a really good balance of the outlandish and the relatable. Like, you can choose well, to it, see it, the sci-fi elements in this whole album, actually, but especially this song, or you can choose to see the relatable elements of it. And I think
2: that this album...
0: And especially this song has a really good balance of that.
2: Yeah, because the other the other read again every like I say every song Matt has given like three or four reads as to mm. what the song's about is yeah it's about what you just said about you know uh uh, uh what's the American word uh what's the fucking word for when the world's bad Tory Britain <laughs> dystopia dystopian you know someone who's yeah like stuck in a dystopian type all that gubbins or it's it's about uh like not enjoying being interviewed like. Having to, you're just distracting. To those listening, they're doing faces. (laughs) They're doing silly, silly faces. Put my soapbox away, all right. (laughs) Now go on, what were you saying? No, I'll quit the podcast. (laughs) Uh, Like it's about him not liking being interviewed and worrying that he's going to say the wrong thing or contradict himself or be misquoted. No, that wouldn't happen with Matt Bellamy.
1: We've done this podcast for not very many episodes,
2: and I know that that happens a (laughs) lot with Matt
1: Bellamy. But also, I just don't hear that in this song
0: at all. Do you not?
2: No, not even a little bit. So
0: get the fuck out of here, Matt Bellamy. Breaking away at my
2: mind, please stop asking me to describe... Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, no, I do hear it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair enough.
2: Come the fuck back, Matt Bellamy. There's some making of footage of this song, and it shows there's like a, a string quartet playing over this song. Now, oh, that that would is not pre- that is not present, is it? There's no... I'm not just being deaf and not hearing it in the mix or something. I there is no string quartet on this song.
0: I didn't hear it, but if you told me, oh, well, there's some violins that play the riff at the same time as the guitar, I would believe yeah, you. Yeah, if you said, oh, yeah, they... it might No, it's, be like buried whole, no
2: somewhere. it's not the riff. It's like a whole like... What they probably did is put it through about
1: 60 synthesizers and made it sound awful and then it's probably put so low in the mix.
2: We'll share the link. We'll share the vid link. We will share the link. I'll share that. In
0: the... That'll be in yeah. the show notes and on our socials. Yeah,
2: but uh Socials. Socials. Yeah, not... Uh in two thousand and seven the fans tried to get this song to number one. Cause, you know, people do that, they do oh, yeah. like a, how did that go? Uh... How, did, hmm? how did how that did that go? go? No, so, what, he was what, asking if Did they get it to numero uno? It did have a one. It did start with a one. Oh yeah. One hundred and 22? <laughs> okay. <well. laughs> Good job, Muse fans. Yeah, well yeah, done, Well musers. done. You've... Yeah, well done, me. <laughs> Did you buy it? I probably bought it, didn't I? Oh, Lucas. Like, like, I, I, invo- I was probably involved in all that, I imagine. <laughs> you know, like, I've, I've been the Not a loser. Sorry, I didn't
0: mean to call you a loser because uh, I realised I was calling all of our listeners losers as well, which, to
2: be frank, if they are
0: listening to this, they, they are. they're not the coolest people, <laughs> but... You know, says it, us that sort of fandom. I know, but that sort of fandom is really cool. Actually, I like it when people do stuff like
2: that. Imagine, I mean, if it had got to number one, it would have been cooler.
0: Yeah, number one's cooler than uh, one hundred twenty-two. I think can, that's that was in the the trailers for the
2: Social Network. Really? Can you imagine? Yeah. It, can you imagine if this next one had got oh, number one? Oh, fucking <laughs> imagine wish. Imagine putting micro cuts on the ring Let's do it. Can we go into it? Right. What, <laughs> what is the actual lyric when he says when he says destroying puppet oh. strings? It absolutely sounds like he goes, "This stealing puppet strings."
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mate, I couldn't even hear, I couldn't hear either of those things. I've got absolutely no fucking clue what he's saying at any moment in this song. And but do you care? From, nah, it's just I've, I've seen what you're doing to me. That's the only thing I can make well out. Done. And I do not care. It doesn't matter because.
2: Yeah, he might as well just be
0: doing like noise, right? Maybe the most hysterically dramatic thing I've ever heard. It sounds like an opera. <laughs> Operas are in Italian and I don't know what they're saying either.
2: Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Like this is absolutely yeah, mental. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. What? What? What is this? Yeah. What is this? I it's don't a song. know. I don't it's think a song it is called
2: Microcarts by it Muse, that. and it's really good. And it ends with a riff to end all riffs. Okay. Oh, let- should we play some of the riff? I just think we should play the riff. Play yeah. The r- yeah. Play the riff. Oh, I
1: <laughs> fucking good. Yeah, I mean, this is my favorite on the album. It's fucking ridiculous. I will. It's I will a highlight. That. That. That, yeah. Okay, let's talk about the time signature.
2: <laughs> is it in a weird time signature? Are you well, gonna give us it some time. Are you gonna not, give not. Some time signature board.
1: It's not that weird, which is really upsetting. Like, so the t- it, it's all over the place because it switches, switches back and forth. But I thought it would be madder than it was. It basically shifts between six four and four four. But like whenever the fuck it wants to, basically. But like that almost makes it more frustrating to count along to, because within each bar, the drums just decide to do whatever they want. <laughs> so it was, it was <laughs> Dom's so... Not Dom's not playing them. they just Yeah, going. they're just off. But like, <laughs> it was so infuriating. So I was listening to this a lot, like back and forth, dropping my kid off. And trying to tap on my steering wheel along to it, did not did not didn't I'm like No! No, there should there should be a snare at that point. Um Yeah, I hate it and therefore I love it. Like it, it yeah. confused me and I and that and that really made me like respect the song. Um but yeah, it. it's, it's it's nuts. That it. verse, just the first time signature is insane, and that that alone like instantly made me go, what? Like it's so, it threw me off yeah. massively. And therefore it really made me really
0: cool use of uh, of what I think are strings as well. I think those are violins. With the, the with did the did verse, it. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Which bit cool. Didn't did, it,
2: did, it, did it. just the verse. The- bam 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 bam. Isn't it just the bass going? Well, it's bam, probably bam, a bit bam, of bam, 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 bam.
0: It, it might it might be an octave bass, but it sounds like violins. Well, hopefully sure we, we we, we can probably look is. up the
2: the credits if we you know be bothered. Yeah, can we? Where do you look up credits for songs, Adam? Where do you look up credits? Uh, ask Jeeves.
1: Um, Discogs, ask Jeeves usually. But yes, okay. ask Jeeves. And you have to type in, hello, Jeeves. Is there... And you have to type out the whole thing, because that's what I used to do with Ask Jeeves, because I thought it was genuinely an AI. Did, did I ever told you that? I thought I, Ask Jeeves was an AI and you needed to talk to it like a... Sorry, so i tell you what, Steve. I'm not
0: interested in your story, <laughs> but I'm yeah. going to Google this thing. So you just tell it and then you let me know when you're i mean you're i'm going.
2: trying to look it up but i can't find uh, the bit you're talking about so um yeah keep telling the shit story uh, this song originally had a harpsichord on it and literally sounded like something from an opera uh, but oh it got that's re-worked cool to feature guitars i don't i can't imagine what that sounded like though what does that sound like like uh what what, what does a harpsichord sound like? No, what does this song it would sound, with like a sound like? like Vampire Weekend. So the song is about so obviously you can't hear the lyrics, so it doesn't really matter. And to be honest, of the lyrics on the album I know, I mean he's already pretty fucking like. But it could elevate, you know, it might
0: not matter, but it might
2: elevate or, he's already or even very... make me think less of it. <laughs> well, he's already pretty nonspecific about his lyrics, and this one's also pretty nonspecific, but basically, uh when they were touring before this album came out, uh Matt started having like loads of hallucinations, not from mushrooms okay like, non drug related okay. hallucinations that he was being chased by flying silver shards, like chasing at him, <laughs> right. And he became convinced that this is in the States. He became convinced that it was like government mind control starting to fucking take him over because, of course, he did. Is Matt okay? It's Matt Bellamy. Uh, well, can it somebody, turns out, it turns out he wasn't Matt okay. Bellamy. He wasn't okay. It just turns out he was dehydrated because all he was drinking was tea and wine.
1: Yeah, that'll do it.
2: <laughs> yeah. And they said, drink some water, mate. And then the hallucination <laughs> stopped. And then they recorded hydro music. <laughs> and then they recorded micro cuts. That's oh. quite good there. And they recorded micro cuts about like that.
1: What Basically. about little little shards of glass cutting you to death? Yeah, like literally, One like microwaves
2: me, microwaves me and saying a blade cuts into your brain. Like it's Ooh. about it's about that. And also about stealing puppies' dreams. His voice goes very high in this. Yeah, song. it's his highest recorded note shared with the showbiz which we talked about last week the week before and survival which is an a flat 5 oh an a flat a month 5 ago oh it's a month ago christ <laughs> um uh, and, yeah, and yeah he he never sings in the modal register the whole song's falsetto right at no point does he does uh, drop yeah into that chest sounds voice. right yeah it sounds the whole thing's crazy in mental falsetto his do voice they still play it live can he still do that i saw it live In the not too distant past, I feel I saw it at um, at at Wembley. Um, They played it. Yeah, they still. I think it's one of those ones where maybe they've taken it down an octave. Take oh, it even step or whatever even yeah, then, yeah, yeah. even then it's yeah even say. then it's mad i also oh, think he probably just when it gets to that one particular note i imagine he probably just maybe doesn't do it or something yeah. i don't know i mean yeah. the riff gets played alive a lot still so they like they do a thing you know obviously adam knows and <coughs> you'll see when we do the gigs steve but they yeah. But they 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 jam a lot of their riffs, even if they don't play the songs. And they'll often just like they bust. just jam a they'll, lot of riffs. They'll often guys. just bust out the hyper music riff just because they know, like, I ah, will give you like a minute and uh, twenty second mosh, just like whip yeah. out the, the the riff of hyper music. Yeah, between their riffs, new dudes. sort of
0: like Matt Bellamy stepping out into the crowd with a handheld microphone doing the old Bono stuff, they're they're good enough yeah. to just chuck them, a couple of riffs every now and again. <laughs> In between
2: them, they'll just go hey. <laughs> There you go,
1: peasants. Um, enjoy <laughs> being on their blimmin' phones these days. Always, always, <laughs> on on it's phones. It's always on their blimmin' phones. Always on their
0: iPhone, iPad. I don't know anymore. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but they had the iPod even come out at this point?
1: <laughs> yeah. <'Cause on> their, <laughs> what? 2001? Maybe on
2: Blackberries, BBM uh, in each other. <laughs> it's about like so. It's a. It's about. Uh, uh, so the original, do you want to know the working title of this song originally? Which it's is got to be better than Screenager, but it's not. Oh, promise! I promise, it, I promise <laughs> you, it's not better than better than Screenager. It was razor blades and glossy magazines. Um, oh yeah. yeah, that
0: is worse. Yeah, it's that so sounds like a lot. That's like a Maddox Street Preacher's title. Or if you're the a name of one of their albums. From, yeah,
2: <laughs> uh, it's a, it's about like teenagers like seeing like on the telly like getting a poor self-image because of all the like beauty and over rest over ridiculous okay like yeah yeah body images on tv yeah. and so it's about someone who starts cutting themselves i i had to look up
0: the lyrics because again they were sort of just unintelligible um but i did have i did put like very teenage emo sort of yeah. lyrics and that's cool i i think it fits it's a nice His song. Uh, it's nice for the song to take it down a notch here. Oh my
2: god! After like the hysterics of microcuts, to just have a really nice come down, really chill, nice vibe, really nice. Yeah. They got really yeah, vibey yeah. with this song. So this is the one where, uh, when recording, well, so Steve, that uh, pe- that percussion you're hearing, right. you Steve, know what, you're do... gonna really like.
1: Right. This. I've actually asked the question. That I I've put as a bit of a flamenco style guitar, which I really like. What yep, percussion exactly. would you say that is? is Llamas,
2: Toenails. Yep. Llamas, Toenails and, hu- and Animal Bones. Sorry, say what? Animal Bones and Llamas, Toenails and, and Bubble Wrap. No,
1: that's the, na- that's the working title for this song before the they wa- screen. W- Adam, you're thinking of <laughs> the
2: Human Bones thing. Yep. They wanted Human Bones. They couldn't get Human Bones.
0: No! Oh, I always thought they were playing oh, Human bones, bones on this <laughs>
2: track. So it's only play. So it's only played on the corpses of animals. Um but when I so like when I say they got all vibey so as well as using llamas toenails and animal bones and bubble How
1: laps, do you use a llama what like do they ping it like almost like a stylophone? They like set it up like
2: a stylophone. It was on used, the like llama a... Steve. They weren't <laughs> they weren't
1: pinging it.
2: They had two <laughs> and they were banging it together like it was chaos. Like castanets. That's why in the background every now and then you just hear it,
1: <laughs> Do you know what? When you say lava says it makes total sense now. It's more of a hoof, isn't it? It's more of a hoof. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And In like, my head, it was like actual like fingernails, and then you know what's what's that little um, metal instrument where you plink the little
2: the oh, plinky, little plonky plonky organ? Little yeah. Guy. Yeah, 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 it's not a stylophone, yeah. but yeah, that I thought I imagined them all lined up, different sizes, and <laughs> plink. but they didn't have uh, toenails. I mean. When I say they got, all, when I say they got all vibey, and the, and the, when they did the second batch of recording, they got more weird. This is the one where they, I mean, they're just they're just being pretentious mushroom filled wankers at this point. I tell you what, but though, they, they covered it... them. They they wore the toenails as like a necklace and like would dance around before they would record. In like Do you know a what that is? In... You, like
0: that that reminds me of, and and it completely fits in with like the tone and the vibe of the song. It's very Tom Waits, and uh, I know that they are big fans of Tom big, Waits. They use fans. them. They use Tom Waits as the opening. Um, Hullabaloo. Yeah, the their the, the walk-on music. They use what's he building in there, um, but it feels like very Tom Waits sort of like weird g- blues and really getting into kind of the weird. Impaired. Yeah, 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 exactly. But
1: that, but the it fits so well that that instrument, the the fucking llama's toenails. Is, and and is bones. so good. Yeah. Yeah. And bones, bones, Steve. And, and human bones. And not human bones. bones. Don't I, ruin it. I refuse See, unfortunately, to take I, on the new information. My role on I... this podcast is
2: I'm dispelling the myths. The whole thing about them recording and the recordings being a mess. Myth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm breaking down the rock and roll myth one gonna, episode at a time. I'm going to give you an oxymoron now. Oxymoron.
1: Ex- that sounds much better. Mm. Anyway, pronounced, this song is simultaneously the, one of the most interesting songs in the album and one of the most forgettable. At the same, yeah,
2: time. yeah, I, I definitely, especially when I was younger, this would be one that I'd be like meh because I was into fucking riffs and big. But, same, but, yeah. yeah. But and on a, on a, in a shuffle, if if I was listening to all Muse on shuffle, doing like a listening to like whatever hundred songs on a big shuffle, yeah. which I'm one to do, uh, like this would be one that like I'd be like, meh. but in the, in meh. the context of the album, in the, in the context the, of the album in order it's yeah. such a nice step down i, like I to get into a little vibe
0: here's something that really bothers me about like this song in the context of the album is that it feels like they almost have a really nice trilogy at the end of the album that gets broken up by feeling by good, feeling good mm. because dark shines has the similar sort of flamenco dark tone sort of influence megalomania has that dark tone and some interesting percussion and stuff and it just feels like they should have maintained that trilogy at, at, at the end and that feeling so, could have yeah. gone in the
2: first half which is already a bit more singly and i don't know that yeah first... or just or just get it off the yeah hour. get rid uh, yeah. uh, we'll <laughs> get
1: to it but i i'm i'm in adam's uh, little
2: tiny boat something about uh, uh, when uh... you don't have
0: to have a segue for every single one (laughs) you can just say play the next song this
2: next song was originally called policing the jackson funk
1: unbelievable
2: it's called dark shines and it goes that's good that's a good that's a good
1: segue
3: Take only seconds to draw
4: I mean, that bass line <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. oh that oh. does sound now you, now you do it it does actually sound quite funky it's funk which is, is not Policing something that I got from funk. the song itself um, for me it kind of kept the tone of Screen ScreenAger going Except that it had the Pixies esque sort of quiet, loud dynamic sort of thing.
2: Your take about the feeling good thing is bang on because you've got the Screenager and then into this is a definite like second half of the album vibe yep. going yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. That is cool. oh, it's dark. Yeah. And it's very different to the first half. Like obviously the first half is clearly the half that's gonna get played live and this stuff is you know it's gonna be the song that's gonna get like dropped an album later yeah. live. Which it does. Because it's just not quite you know, it's not live bait. Quite so much as, yeah, like plug it, maybe. Yeah?
0: It's like what you said, Lucas. Like, am I going out of my way to think, oh, I'm going to put out put on Dark Shines by Muse? No, probably not. But in the context of the album, yeah, works really well,
1: yeah, mm. 100%. And, and it's that, and it's, yeah, just the spaghetti westernness of the whole thing that really kind of it does jumped have out a spaghetti western kind of feel to oh, it. You're right, 100%. Yeah. It's like a little tease for Knights of Cydonia that's going to come massively. Like, that's the first thing that jumped out. I was like, fucking hell, this is just.
0: Yeah, that is like that's interesting. I was so caught up in the flamenco esque sort of Spanish influence, I didn't yeah. really notice the spaghetti western. Oh, oh yeah, so in the funk. It, yeah, well, there you we are go. often caught up in the funk. I
2: am very often caught up in the funk. Ow! Yeah. Chica-chica. You Okay. In oh the, right. Okay. Bring in the noise. Bring <laughs> in the funk is my favorite. Yeah. Sorry, thing. Adam. I just got caught up in the <laughs> yeah. funk. And okay, I got snagged yeah, in the funk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That Ow. screechy guitar sound, similar to uh, well, most of this album, to be absolutely honest, is just, like, scratchy and screechy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Real fuzzy. I mean, well, the effect that he has built into his guitar is a fuzz factory.
0: Yeah, I mean, he used to um,
1: use the Big Muff, right? I mean, Big Muff and Fuzz Factory just sounds
2: yep. bad. Oh, and, and it team. does sound like what Matt Bellamy might be to professional musicians into. like me and Adam. We we, we yeah, recognize yeah. that to be. A yeah, musical you, you don't laugh pedal. at Big Muff, do you? You don't laugh no, 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 at no, Big no, Muff. No. No, that's, I, no, that's that's that's, that's like, like la- that's like laughing at like Fender Jazz. Like <laughs> what, you're just describing a bit of you're just describing a musical <laughs> tool, you know. Fender
0: Jazz Mag.
2: Yeah.
0: Jazz yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mag. have Big Muff specifically because Matt Bellamy is. Uh, I have a Digitech Whammy pedal and a Big Muff because you wanted to uh, rip off Matt Bellamy. Yeah, I wanted to rip off Matt Bellamy, yeah. Never succeeded, because it turns out you can buy all the pedals you like, it doesn't make you better at guitar. <laughs> oh, so does that mean all the,
2: So does that mean I shouldn't go and buy a, a Matacaster, which you can now buy? Yeah. It turns out you could have the guitar and still be shit at playing it. But I could but I could make it but I could plug it in and make it go woo a little bit and that'd be you could a little bit that'd be quite cool though wouldn't it yeah Yeah. and i go and then i go and and it'd be really good (laughs) yeah
1: i'm really good at all that kind of static and feedback at the end like yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's what that's what my guitar sounds like
0: is there sort of loads to say about dark shines i I have to say that i I do really like it and i i like it when it comes up on the album but it does feel a bit lighter than the rest of the album. Yeah, there's like a really of, good uh, like kind of solo wind. in the middle
1: and then like yeah. the juxtaposition between the, like you said, the pixie thing, the heavy choruses and the quiet the quiet It's loud quite thing. it's a
0: very dramatic chorus. And it's yeah. got which, some which, it's which... got some
2: weird piano like bum 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 Oh <laughs> yeah just like sloppy. It's just like going bam 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 Yeah
1: But yeah otherwise you're yeah. right, like there's not a whole lot to say and then um
2: It's about a girl? Then, of course it Is As are many of you it's about yeah, it's about it's basically about fancying a goth. Yeah, which is relatable. <laughs> we've, all, we've all fancied a goth. We've all fancied we? a goth here and there. Yeah,
1: yeah. Course. I
0: fancy a goth right now. My
1: girlfriend's yeah, a Yeah, same. Yeah, Hannah, yeah, we, goth. Yeah, we both what? fancy Adam's girlfriend. We're, oh, what? Huh.
2: <laughs> something about... Uh, Adam, I'm not
1: feeling good about
2: this. Uh, something about... Uh, <laughs> that joke didn't make me feeling...
1: <laughs> that joke didn't make me feeling good. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> a load (laughs) of fucking old shit.
2: So you don't like this one?
0: I cannot fucking stand it. Uh, We had a (laughs) section on the last season where I would tell songs to fuck off. Hazelton Avenue and You Stole the Sun from My Heart. This is so far below those two songs in the sort of history of me, I fucking hate this song. Okay, I'm gonna talk just a little bit about the context of this song, if that's okay. If you will indulge me mate, for a couple of minutes,
2: mate. Just save me doing the work of talking. About <laughs> the stuff so it was written. For, it oh, was like, written I've for a play.
0: It, it was written for a play called uh, "The Roar of the Greasepaint Paint, the Smell of the Crowd," uh, and in the play. Uh, The character called The Negro is forced into a game by two white characters. The rules are sort of obtuse and the game is seemingly unwinnable for the character The Negro. And this song is what he sings when he does win. That scene is obviously meant to mirror the oppression of people of colour in the time it was written, which was the early 60s. I think it was 63 it was written and performed in 64. It was then a year after the play covered by Nina Simone. Which is very much—I mean—that's the version you guys have heard, right? Yeah, that's
2: like, the, yeah, the, that is the,
0: the yeah, very canon. much the that's definitive, the canon version of the song. Yes, the definitive yeah. version to a lot of people, I think. Uh, that's 1965 that she brings that out. So the the background of the civil rights movement and the fact that Nina Simone was becoming more and more vocal about those matters. I mean, 1965 is the same year she released her version of "Strange Fruit," which is an incredibly powerful song. Um, and it means that this song became a a song that was forever sort of entwined with the black civil rights movement in America. It's a song about emancipation and freedom and escaping from a seemingly unwinnable system. Now, if you like the Muse version, that's fine. And I'm not, I I genuinely am not saying, oh, you're racist if you like this. But to me... Taking this song that is so entwined with the experience of being an oppressed black person fighting for basic human rights and to have three middle-class white guys take that and use it in their sci-fi opera album feels (laughs) to me a bit fucking gross. Mm. And it's also a really shit cover (laughs) with like (laughs) with like no imagination put into it at all it's that classic thing of like let's take an old soul song and do like a rock cover of it which to me is the same as doing like you know you see those acoustic hip-hop covers yeah, you know, like stuff like that, or those fucking—you see them in bank adverts all the time—the slowed down piano ballad versions of dance songs. Oh,
1: it's what they do for like the John Lewis adverts
0: every John Lewis, yeah, 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 every exactly. fucking John Lewis advert. Yeah, suck a dick. And so I can't get past. Any of that. I can't get past the historical context of it. I can't get past how shit a cover version of it is. We're going to cover three cover versions on this episode. This is by far the worst one. It genuinely spoils the album for me, like quite a bit, especially because of of where it's placed. And if it was further towards the beginning, I would have time to sort of get over it and get back on board. But here it just leaves such a fucking bad taste in my mouth that I come away liking the whole album less. I actually have different scores for the album for like different track listings of the album that include or don't include this, and we'll so get on to that. ones that you've just invented, exactly. But we'll get on to yeah. that later. But that is my is, feeling on this fucking is, piece of shit.
2: I, I, <laughs> it is weirdly like like like. So the, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't done originally. Like for the the, the, the intention wasn't we're going to put Feeling Good on the album. They did it for like a Radio 1 evening session, do all oh, like that they tracks. do, you know, that sort of thing. And they picked it because it was Matt Bellamy's girlfriend's favourite song at the time, and he went, I'll do feeling good. And then they recorded it, and then they were like, Why don't we put this on the album? It's quite good. And then stuck it on the album, which for an album that's so like got a vibe, to just go, Well, should we stick it on the album? is a bit yeah. weird.
0: So. And for a song with such a rich history, it requires more thought than that as well, I think.
1: Now I don't I didn't know anything about that history, I've got to be honest. Um so that that's interesting to hear the context behind it. Um but I still wrote down that this song can fuck the hell off my origin of symmetry. <laughs> <laughs> um but I don't get me wrong, I I quite like the cover. I think I quite like I think this Weirdly, might have been the first time I heard "Feeling Good," which is probably last. I mean, same,
2: yeah. Like um, I was eleven, but so I probably hadn't heard. But feeling it just,
1: it just don't have a cover. It, it's lazy yeah, to have a cover it, on the, the, the album, the and it, it is, really I'd... upset me. Like, it didn't really upset me. I didn't <laughs> there <it was> sobbing. <laughs> but like, Steve, I don't know I, if you
0: could tell, but actually, it genuinely really upset me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but like, so there, there's me going on this. I hate to use the phrase because it sounds like I'm an X Factor, but I'm going on this journey. Like listening to Origin and Symmetry, oh. and discovering oh shit, this this album is, l-. and then,
2: and then I'm like oh yeah, feeling good. Oh that song's on here. That's yeah. a shame. Like I I um, don't hate I don't hate the I don't dislike the song. It's yeah. like but, but the thing is, it's a good song. Like the original song's a good song. Yeah, and so it's a cover of a good song, which makes it uh, like an alrightly good song because it's a good song. It just doesn't
0: add anything to the story of that song. No, though. and like like. like it's just a slightly heavier version of yeah. Nina Simone's version.
2: And yeah, and it doesn't really belong on this out. Al- like as a standalone single, sure, whatever. Like just stick it out as an A-side or whatever and I don't really care. But it doesn't, it is annoying that it's on this album.
1: It's a bit, it's not the mm.
2: same in terms of the historical context,
1: but it's like Mannix covered umbrella by rihanna if they just stuck, stuck that, that on, on whatever album. album
2: was at the time
1: that you'd be like what
2: why is this imagine they put it on a more vibey album than send away the tigers like,
0: the but still, like if you just them. were listening the to second the second to last yeah. track of the holy bible is umbrella yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but even like send away the tigers has is a, is a bit fun but then if you just had umbrella on it you'd be like
2: oh yeah like uh, like it's, yeah. it's tricky because as a song i don't dislike it i don't hate it yeah. but i I don't like that it's yeah like there's, but the problem is there's not really anywhere on the album where I'm happy with it going because yeah. anywhere it goes it does break up. The, Correct. Get rid. I'm vibe. perfectly
1: like I now I've heard the context is a bit odd. I'm perfectly happy for that song to exist, and I I think the cover's fine, um, but just as a kind of novelty, almost like the one we're going to do at the end uh, of this episode. Yeah, have a have a cover, cool, but don't don't put it on your sci-fi concept album like Adam said like yeah, uh,
2: it's a shame it's a shame and it does bring it does bring the album down and the annoying thing is is because it's become really popular because normies like it the normies like it they'll still play it it at gigs yeah it still gets played I'm always like oh fuck off I don't need to hear feeling good but like the mums love it (laughs) when I'm like no fill the slot like if you want a little piano section we want to get out the piano and like take things down a notch play one of fifteen better songs you could be filling that spot in the set list with than feeling good
0: yeah for sure the, um, the other thing that actually frustrates me like thinking about it as we're going through it and we're like unearthing the, the 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 themes of the other songs about being trapped in a system and stuff like that it almost feels like he's equating his weird sci-fi obsession with the civil rights movement in america in the 60s i don't think that much and that's that's also a bit of a grim. I don't look think that much well. thought's
2: gone into it. I think they genuinely were like, Oh no, it, I sounds, don't either, it sounds quite I nice, let's a... shove it on the album,
0: you know? <laughs> there is a read there, yeah. I think, that that exists that uh that is uh bad. Weird.
2: Nest Cafe used it on an advert for coffee without their permission. Interesting. And they sued and got half a million quid and then gave it to Oxfam. So at least, oh, fam, nice at least Oxfam yeah. got half a million quid out of the situation. There you go. A net positive. A net positive. A net positive. Yeah. Uh, there's also... there's. I also cannot hear this <laughs> song. Unfortunately, and especially now that Adam has just described all of the sort of deeper meaning behind the song. I'll send you guys a link to it. And we'll put it in the show notes of a clip of them performing this song that... Is f- the fucking funniest thing I've seen in my entire life.
1: Is this where they went live on TV? They were told uh, I don't know they couldn't swear or something. And in the second verse, he just goes fuck, 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 fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. Is yeah. it that? Yeah. They basically said <laughs> it's, You're so not, it's
2: Radio Three. You can't swear. And they were like, we don't swear in any of our songs. And it annoyed them that they would that they would suggest such a thing. And so they performed it. And the bit that he does through the megaphone, the like the bit, yeah. the, the, the the second verse, whatever, he sings it through a megaphone. He just did it all. He just goes fucking 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 little fucking little fucking fucking fucker and it's wow. very funny. What a, tuc- what a uh, what a touching tribute to Nina Simone's memory. I know right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but also this is the first time I noticed how his <gasps> Yeah, so even so yeah, even it's really my other half this, Hannah who who yeah.
2: isn't a isn't a musical, isn't really someone who listens to that much music, isn't really a uh, um, um, a music listener just kind of listens to whatever I'm sticking on. I was listening to it, and she just went. She just kept going, and I was like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "Well, he's doing that thing in the song." I was <laughs> do like, you know? Do you know who ruined that?
1: Do, ruined it for me that that Matt Bellamy does that. It's Scott Mills, and he he played this song, and at the end of it, talked about that. And I was like, "Oh, great! Now that is totally ruined now because that's all I hear when I heard this song."
0: <laughs> I find a lot of things are ruined for me when I listen to Scott
2: Mills. <laughs> yeah. Your life So uh, yeah. worth noting We're going to get to it We're going to get to it in a bit But in the in the re-releases etc of this album Before we get to Megalomania That's where Futurism gets slotted in Oh
0: Yes and I have thoughts Replace. I have big hefty thoughts Big hefty thoughts But we'll cover well, Futurism of, after
2: After the album the, uh, As it originally stood Yeah uh, mm. Speaking of big hefty thoughts Yeah go on Or, or something
1: about my love like
2: that what are you you saying this song isn't good
1: it's good it's not phantom of the opera no i mean it's just because it's got a big organ
2: (laughs) yeah I know. yeah but so have i so um what Um, a fucking big amazing (sighs) gloom beast are we still talking about my organ (laughs) i absolutely love this song it's so big and ridiculous and it's got a fucking stupid big organ (laughs) and it's just like Massive, and this is what I want out of a news. Yeah. This is what I want out of a news. It's, it's what like you want. Closing track of an album, which is just like being really ridiculous and big. Yeah, yeah this is so good. This is such a great end to the yeah. album.
1: Yeah, definitely a good closing track. Hundred percent. It's, it's big. It's big. It's
0: quite big. It's yeah. a big. And it really sums up. I think it genuinely sums up the journey of of the album, especially. Like the line "Paradise comes at a price," I'm not prepared to pay. Uh, you know the idea of being kept down by that sort of science fiction
2: system at the cost of your humanity. You're really on the science fiction read for this whole album, aren't you? Oh, it's smooth <laughs> sci-fi though. I, no, yeah, it, I, I think it's about and well, and and has been backed up by Lord Bellamy himself. But I read it as <laughs> it's about religion. Which, spoiler alert, it is written about religion. Like, it's a diss track well, this, this against song, the church. It's a, it's a diss track, track to the God. <laughs> it's a diss track against the church. Like, paradise comes at a price that I am not prepared to bear. You know, all that stuff. Like, it's like, I, d- I don't want to do all this religion stuff. It doesn't sound good to me. It sounds like a bad idea. Yeah, but then
0: art is also how you interpret it, isn't it? No, no, no. There's a correct answer to all things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. so frustrating how this really fits in that trilogy of Screenager, Dark Shines, yeah. and then this, because they have it, so much in it, common and they're like tonally similar. And it's so frustrating that it would be frustrating if another song was breaking that up, but it's even more frustrating to like me Futurism that it's that it's feeling good that that sort of ruins that flow. Um, here, here's here's a bit of trivia that I remember from ages and ages and ages ago. Oh. That isn't even 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 really muse trivia. Uh, this song's use of organ inspired Chris Martin to write
1: "Fix You." Oh, cool! That is interesting, interesting trivia. There you
2: I go. mean, yeah, he that... took it in quite a different direction. No, that's the he same. Did definitely, yeah. He wrote like an uplifting, cold, an uplifting, an uplifting. An uplifting anthem where he swings a light ball around on stage. Yeah, that was the <laughs> um, Remember, he did that thing for a few yeah. years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, It's um.
1: Again, I I would think if this song came on shuffle, I would 100% skip it. I think it is fairly forgettable in terms of like, if you were to ask me how that song goes, I wouldn't be able to tell you. But, this for me is not one. Oh, like, I I,
0: it's, I it's, sing yeah. this one all the yeah. time. Yeah, like, yeah. So,
2: <laughs> Screen So and Dark Shines on an All Muse shuffle maybe would get a, a skip, but, but Megalomania for me. wouldn't I'm ever. always listening to Megalomania. Megalomania. <laughs> I'm always <laughs> keeping that on. Yeah, yeah. but but it, yeah, yeah.
0: honestly,
1: yeah. But what I mean is that I wouldn't it, like. It's perfect for the end of this album, but personally, I don't think it's, it's it's. I think it's fairly forgettable. Personally, I think that it's an amazing closing track. I think that it absolutely caps off origin and of symmetry wonderfully um you know there's yeah that organ the double track vocals are very queen towards the end when he's doing both parts mm. um and yeah. yeah it's it's get used to fantastic that. song and it's like i said in a closing track <laughs> i know uh as a closing track it's is everything i want in the closing track so um yeah
2: good good it was originally called so... and steve this will mean nothing to you oh good i can't wait this song was originally called "Thoughts of a Dying Atheist," which is oh. which is a song title that they use later, yeah, oh, for a t- yeah, yeah. for a completely different song. Um,
0: so they're obviously thematically linked as
2: well. The, yeah, the, the, interesting. The, tri- the Lucas's Trivia Corner. So this, I say, this song was about like <laughs> was about you know his deconstruction of the church, etc. All this stuff. Um, it's recorded on an organ in a church in Saint Mary's ch- Saint Mary the Virgin's Church. On a big, massive church organ, and the vicar asked to read the lyrics first. He was like, oh, "I want to make sure you're not one of them devil worshipping rock bands." Don't know why I had to become a- American to say that. Uh, well, it sounded like you were West Country initially. Yeah, I wasn't what, sure it was, which One of those, those devil worshipping rock bands. I wasn't sure which uh, part terrible. of Germany you were from, but that's. <laughs> uh, and obviously, the lyrics for it are exactly the thing he wouldn't sign off on so matt basically right. like wrote some like love lovely lyrics just like some fake lyrics of just like lovely loves lovely lover love song and was like these are the lyrics oh the song God. and then recorded in their church and then actually it's a song that's like explicitly the thing he didn't want which that is so funny that's, that's actually really cool i like that a lot that's so <laughs> cheeky that is very cheeky uh the this song so obviously this is like like i say big gloomy big gloomy dark beast Um, after showbiz when they when they started to get a few you know they they could start making making some requests to the label matt basically said i want to i need for creatively i need to go somewhere where there's a, a nice beach and some sea turtles to to write some songs so they got yeah, so yes. they got sent to the Ma- mm, yeah. they got sent to the Maldives mm-hmm. and uh. Matt wrote and Matt came home with mm-hmm. megalomania. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, you can yeah. really hear. I think you really need to pay for me to go to the Maldives. You can really yes. hear
1: the clear blue, like turquoise.
0: Yeah, and
2: the, I it. need to sit in like one of the most gorgeous <laughs> places in the world, and I'm going to yeah. sit in the dark, and I'm going to write megalomania. Oh my God, I want to go to the Maldives. What Jeez. a fucking loser. <laughs> Sat in the dark. It, oh Steve, I would love to go to the Maldives. I w- oh. don't can we not? I I'm, I'm supposed to be going to the Maldives in less than 2 months time and I've had to cancel because of Steve, the global Steve, pandemic. Steve. Yeah. You and me mate. Yeah. You and me mate.
1: Should we go to the Maldives? Let's go for a lovely like I don't know. Year away
0: together. Lucas, we would invite you, but obviously you want to save that for the honeymoon. Yeah, but me and, so I've just just and a, me. Year the, a year in Maldives. the Maldives. A year in the
2: Maldives <laughs> would cost like yeah, yeah, 50 grand. <laughs> Well no,
1: because we'd have to work, wouldn't we? We'd oh yeah, work. we're gonna work and we'll come back with a, a me and Steve, Steve <laughs>
2: wanna go work in the Maldives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Wait, it costs so much more than fifty grand. I just I'm just doing the math. Of course in my head. it would. <laughs> it's so expensive to go to the Maldives. It's such a ridiculous place.
1: You'd get three hours for that. Yeah. Yeah, but Adam, you're right. Let's you know, for work purposes. We should go. We'll I just get to, away. Yeah. Well no, we could just work in the
0: bars or something. Yeah. We're yeah. gonna live in the Maldives, yeah. Steve. Steve, do you wanna live with me on the
2: Maldives for a year? Yeah, I'll live on them with you. Let's do it. Yeah, man. You're gonna come home with like a dark, gloomy, organ based song. Oh, we're never coming home. Maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. We've only got we've only got four more five more tracks to talk about. This is fine. Oh okay. you know, Origin yeah. of Symmetry. Sorry, sorry, done. Sorry, sorry, done. sorry, Done. Tick. Megalomania. Yeah, we're done with Amazing. The album. Amazing song. Good really, song. Really, really good. Great song. Really, Great really good. It's
0: fine. Let's so what do we do now do we do do you want to do thoughts and scores we should sum thoughts up right?
2: Thoughts and scores Scorts. incredible 10 out of 10 moving on highlights Lewis? uh highlights <laughs> that's like asking me which of my children to throw off a bridge low lights uh, that's like asking me which no okay i will i know it feels like a cop out <laughs> feeling a cop good. out yeah fine low lights <laughs> yeah. you always want 2 don't you low lights uh, no not necessarily i've only got okay, one fine no lights, lights fe-
0: no prizes
2: for guessing no which. no surprises uh that was a re- reference to radiohead there that's really good actually Lucas. it's really good uh, uh yeah low low lights will be feeling good and that's not even that i necessarily hate it but it just like this album is not the place to put feeling good highlights every other second of the album. <laughs> Please, honestly, I. If you had to be buried
1: With two of the songs
2: Like I, I'm just going I'm just like scrolling Through the track list And just being like Oh so it's that one No but it's that one Oh but it's also that Luke one Lucas
1: just say This will change next
2: Like in yeah, yeah, tomorrow yeah. There you go That gets like, you out, out of it For such different reasons Newborn I feel like belongs Okay 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 And then so, and then so does So does Bliss Space Dementia Hyper Music uh-huh. yeah, uh, yeah, Plugin yeah, yeah, Baby yeah. Citizen Micro yeah. Microcut Screen and Dark yeah. Shines ah, and okay. So they're sort uh, of joined and feeling At the top okay let's let's say newborn and it's uh, not raised but also don't 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 that. quote no. me on that no yeah i refuse we, we won't shut let's up let's just not let's just it's leave alone. I'll just, 10 out of 10 i'll just go i love it so much <laughs> i love it so much i got it tattooed on my flesh uh i'll never let, regret that
1: now it's, let me go next adam because you're going to have a much more interesting read on it than I. Have. Oh, okay, yeah, um, sure. We don't want to end it. on a bum I feel, note. I feel like if Adam <laughs>
2: gives it a bad score, then no, I feel like no, it's, it's not that. It's, it's not just
1: good. that I think that it's, it's going to be far more interesting than what I've got to say because you have met me. Um, <laughs> no, I've not. Oh, <laughs> it feels like that right now, right? Um, favorites? Are we? So, oh, you did your summing up, and that was it's great, wasn't it? Yeah. Favorites? Uh, I'm going to go micro cuts because it's nuts, and hyper music because it's nuts. Micro nuts. Um, micro nuts yeah
2: both of them are my favorite too <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah yeah um <laughs> i wanted to steer clear of the obvious because like plug-in baby of course is is great like newborn is great bliss is great like all of those are the the biggins but i because these were so so much of a surprise to me i wanted to put those and micro cuts is micro nuts as you said adam um so yeah it was such a joy to, to 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 discover that stuff for the first time like what fucking 20 years later um, least favourites I'm going to go Screenager because it didn't leave a much of an impression on me I still liked it um, and feeling good because it doesn't belong here um, but yeah like it's such a good album um, and I was surprised like I said at the start of this I was so surprised how complete it feels as a whole piece like it's a huge shift from showbiz right it's much more mature much more heavy much much weirder the, the i was lyric- really
2: worried i was worried we'd overhyped it because like uh, you know i kept banging on about like i can't wait to get to origin and symmetry when we're doing showbiz i was like yeah but they do origin and symmetry next yeah. so brilliant you know i was worried i would then overhyped it for you but i mean it's, it's obviously impossible to overhype a perfect album yeah so, i mean what do you do
1: like i still d- i think the lyrics i remember are a bit crap but like i don't really care like again it doesn't matter for this album for me because it really shows off the songwriting skills or Matt Bellamy's songwriting skills whoever wrote the songs but um it's much more interesting than like I said that album with Plug Plugin Baby on it and that was a real surprise and it was really nice and I I won't be giving it a perfect score as much as I love this album because it's feeling, feeling good and 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 yeah like the, between two but there's even the songs I didn't really care for as much are still great
2: uh, 9 out of 10.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: See that thing even though I agree with everything about feeling good for me it's just the the rest of it is just so absolutely exactly what i wanted it to yeah, be. Yeah, I like, like even like, though i said screen I, w- I wouldn't
1: take screen Ager off the album oh, f- because it, it works doesn't... exactly where it is.
2: But feeling good doesn't belong there so it can't it can't get 10 for me. Yeah, feeling good just doesn't do enough for me like negatively to knock it off of being a 10 out of 10. To me it is just Okay. Just yeah. fucking, just inject it directly into my balls so that my children <laughs> may bear its fruit. Jesus Christ, that's your catchphrase. Uh, now. Okay, so uh, that's my new catchphrase. So to sum up, um,
0: <laughs> g- genuinely a great album, uh, like from start to finish, and I think it would be a-, a masterpiece, one of the truly great albums. Without feeling good on it, but like, you know what can you do? Uh, it-, it feels like. simplification and and distillation of everything that the band band wanted to be and you can kind of hear how much sort of passion and energy is in it Uh, if, if you want to read it in a certain way it kind of tells a story from beginning to end even if it's piecemeal and there is genuinely something there if you scratch under the surface which I think is lacking from a lot of music in general and muse albums um So in terms of score... Okay, so lowlights, feeling good. It is irrevocably shit and tinges the album for me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Highlights, if I had to pick two on this re-listen, because I haven't heard it in about six or seven years, this album. Hyper Music and Citizen Erased really stood out for me this time around. Plug-in Baby goes without saying, I think. Um, I know on the last season... Lucas, you liked to kind of relitigate litigate and, and move your scores around, because it does happen. If, if people are just joining us for this, uh, for this season and heard me give Showbiz a 3 out of 10 uh, on a, a few episodes ago, you know, sometimes we like to think, was I too harsh? Was I, you know, sometimes was I too kind? Um, so I do just kind of want to touch on Showbiz and say that I think my score would probably... It would probably be a three out of ten, I think. Um, so, so this album, so everything you just said right, about relitigating sorry? is. It's I'm just gonna. It's, it's a three out of ten. So uh, yeah, this album though, <laughs> Origin of Symmetry. Yeah, if you took Feeling Good off of it, ten out of ten. But yeah, they didn't. So eight out of ten. Yeah. Uh, it, it it seems a very it seems healthy harsh but it really does just leave such a bad taste in my mouth eight out of ten i think um just it's such a great
2: album it's such a great album it's such a great album i feel like i have i feel like it's a cop out i should pick two because you did last season when you did like the holy bible it's it's Poor form of me to say <laughs> all of all of them because I love it. So okay, newborn, newborn yeah. stays stays newborn. I'm I agree about the the, the plug in baby thing that it's almost too sure. too like much of a thing, and so I think also Citizen Race. I think I'm with Adam on the Citizen yeah, Race. Yeah, yeah, beautiful, train. beautiful, and with the rest of the Muse community because it's considered like their masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like. I know all I've really done is say, I fucking love this album, but like Adam summed it up, apart from the bit about feeling good. Like it's just so clearly them just like showing what they're made of and all of that like energy that you know exists in the live muse and like all of the madness that muse have in them is then like actually put on the page on this album compared to Showbiz, which is like compared to the quite sterile to listen back to it yeah this is just like fucking balls to the wall they did the thing they wanted to do which is just like let loose all the stuff that like you know all that energy that they have from like from playing live and all the rest of it they were just like we're gonna fucking do it and good grief (laughs) what a what a what an end result uh album comes out i mean should we do futurism first i guess before we go into any further further works because futurism essentially is <sighs> so the reason we're including futurism is i mean it was the it was it was included in japan because they love to put a little japanese bonus track on uh and then s- subsequent versions of this album do you know why it's i said maybe you've, you've told us this before it's Go on then. Just I can't. Remember.
0: It's literally just that um, that Japanese because because almost all of their music is imported. Japanese CDs are so much more expensive than they are in the rest of the world. So they feel the need to put extra tracks on them to make it more worth their money. Cool. I mean,
2: they, couldn't they just sell them for less? And then it's no. Is it the band's responsibility to deal with the fact that they cost more in a foreign land? Like yes, well, well, no, no. It, the, like, but, but it's not fees? the
0: band making that decision, though, is it? it? Is the record label thinking, well, how do we shift units in Japan? Yeah, yeah, good
2: point. Um, but basically, on subsequent versions of this album, such as the one on the Origin Amuse box set, which is you know essentially, like we said with Showbiz last week, is the the current canon of that album, I suppose. This is included on it, and yeah, in that annoying spot of being in between feeling good and Megalomania, which then completely wow. breaks up. Yeah, breaks up the trilogy a even more. Three in a row. Yeah, because then you've got two songs in between. So, oh, yeah. um, so, so
0: when, when, I mean, sorry, when this album originally came out in Japan, was this
2: also before Megalomania, or did yeah. they tack it on the end? Nope, it was, it was as it is, like interesting. It is what, where I just said it is between. Yeah. That's very it's not just a shoving it on the end Japanese bonus track. It is feeling good, futurism, Megalomania. Well let's have a listen to Futurism. banger what a fucking bass line oh, yeah. oh man it's so good Krift that baseline is Walson almost uh, like a precursor to hysteria so uh, like they have specifically said like this influenced hysteria oh really like That. that oh, baseline okay. why is this explicitly... not on the fucking album Lucas uh, yeah. oh, oh, one of the Lucas, reasons apparently, is,
0: Lucas is this, Lucas thought...
2: Lucas sorry yep yeah, yeah. why isn't this on the fucking album Lucas <laughs> um, apparently because um, it'd be too hard to play live <gasps> oh Oh, 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 it's too no. so hard to play live. Which also, they've played it live a load of times. Oh. So. <laughs> this belongs on the album, right? Yeah, it's really fucking good. But the problem is, I don't know where I would put it on the Futurism album. Futurism if-
1: comes after microcuts, then you've got Screen Age, Dark Shines, Megalomania. Correct. That is That's the a good
2: correct shout. version, yes. That's a good yeah. shout. So, so you need... So, obviously, we were saying that ScreenAger is a nice, like, chill after microcuts. You don't quite get it. You have to have a futurism first. Then yeah. you get your chill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Alternatively, you put it after Plug-in Baby before Citizen Erased. No, baby.
0: I've tried that and it didn't work. I love it you, like, making
2: all these. Oh, right, versions. yeah. So, so, I've, so, I've tried this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, here are my Origin of Symmetry scores. Um, as it is, 8 out of 10. If you take feeling good off of it, a 10 out of 10 with futurism in the place of feeling good 9 out of 10 9 out of yeah. 10 yeah but if you put futurism between microcuts and screenager to protect that ending trilogy 10 out of 10 again that's a 10 out of 10, <laughs> 10 album that that is the album that i am now listening to like on rotation
1: cool nice that is cool uh it's, that guitar is it's, disgusting, isn't it? It's horrible, yeah. Really awful. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> um, yeah,
2: it's. Uh, again, lyrics. Uh, like, just realise it's 11 pm
1: at the moment, just, by the way, and I'm yeah, screaming.
0: Yeah. I live in a flat.
1: <laughs> Adam, it's 11 pm and I'm screaming. Come
0: on, we've got so much to get through. we got so much yeah. to get
2: through. Okay, uh, yeah. Matt Matt just fucking loves the Matrix, doesn't he? Once again, oh.
0: like it's, just, it's He so mo- loves the that. Matrix.
2: I'd love I'd love to like see an interview with him where he's actually like, uh have you seen so you're a big fan of the Matrix? And he's like, didn't really rate it. Didn't watch that. Yeah. Just missed that didn't one. What it. what is that? Didn't rate it. I've only seen yeah. Revelations.
0: I cannot get enough of that bass risk. It's so
2: good. Yeah, man. It's so good. Would you have liked it more if it had had its original title, which was called Electro Empire?
0: I'd have liked it more. Yeah, cool. I like that a lot. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's <Right>. good. <laughs> um, uh, the,
2: the line, crush our plans, was originally fuck our plans, but they got rid because Mews don't swear in their songs. Oh. Whatever. Later. They they hold off for a long time. And they got, so that song called Willys. <laughs> you mean, or that song, You Fucking Motherfucker. Yeah, there is that one. Is word, that a real? So. Okay. Yeah, we'll do, it, we'll do it on the <laughs> B-side, Zep. We'll stick it in as a little fun one at the end. I,
0: I believe Matt Bellamy might have confirmed that it's
2: funky. Might uh, and it. I think I he's wrong. Well, it's his Twitter. Well, but you know you're you, right. He has been wrong about his. Song. Yeah, and also yeah. you said you, you <laughs> said like music's interpretive. You can interpret it how you like. All the rest of it. Like, yeah. No, it, it's fucking motherfucker. As far as I'm yeah, concerned. yeah.
0: I interpret you as saying completely different words. Yeah. So, and that's art. And that's art. And talking of art, this is called futurism.
1: Yeah, which is what I imagined it might be about. Well, not about, yeah. but like at least where it's come from. Well, that's because we're used to the Manics, yeah.
0: where if they have a song called Futurism, it's just about the artistic movement from the 20th century <laughs> in Italy and it's not about anything else. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I imagine this is about the future.
2: Well, it was originally called yeah. Electro Empire. It was about like a futuristic Amazing. world.
1: Cool. Like, yeah. His also voice is was very, o- very good, isn't it?
2: Also, it was called Spectrum or Tesseract.
1: Oh, all good. All good. Those are all good names. All good yeah. names. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. Good. love yeah. them.
2: What about Spectrum Tesseract? Spectrum oh, was even the name better. of Spec- Spectrum was the name of the uh, the the like the like force that they worked for in uh, Captain Scarlet. <gasps> and we've talked about Thunderbirds extensively on this podcast. Well, Captain Scarlet's
1: oh, Yeah, we look forward season. to our Captain Scarlet bonus episode. Dun, dun, yeah. dun, 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 dun. <laughs>
2: I would it's happily good. do a bonus episode where we where we talk about the end credits music to Cats and Scarlet because it fucks it's
1: really good.
2: It's so good. It's really <laughs> let's do a bonus episode on that. Okay. Okay, well let's do a bonus book, episode the on the music of the Jerry Anderson series Okay. I so do all of them. I don't really know how that slots in.
0: Look, uh,
2: we've got we got a lot to get through still, <laughs> still. Okay, somehow. So album releases, you know. Yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll do, let's do a little bit of that. So yeah album releases uh it's originally obviously scheduled for release in the united states through maverick records and then it doesn't so they leave maverick records they they managed they they invoke a clause tom cruise must have been gutted tom cruise was living um val kilmer was well happy
0: (laughs) he was he was shouting at people saying like like because he watched muse leave the record label and he was just like i don't ever want to see you do that again (laughs) he was pointing at like other artists and stuff Mm. yes yes do you understand the weight of the music industry you know the people that i have to call every night yeah you're not the top
1: gun yeah
0: nice yeah 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 yeah, yeah, quotes from yeah Yeah. uh so yeah, they ma- Muse were also stood very close together, which bothered Tom Cruise quite a lot. For fuck's
1: sake.
2: Right, they they managed to use some clause to get out of their contract. Something about like if an album we've got a lot to get through. <laughs> if an album doesn't stay do on topic, topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's released. It gets a very positive response. It's like eights. To tens out of tens, or fours and fives mm, yeah. out of fives, unsurprising. Not really a surprise. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, comparisons to r- r- go out the window quite quickly. I yes. mean, wank- wankers still use them. Idiots, wrong, big wrong idiots still use them to this day. <laughs> but like those who have actually listened to Origin of Symmetry, go, oh, that was not you know, don't really. Don't we talk about that anymore? That's not really. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a absolutely uh, it's absolutely defunct. Point. That's
0: why we haven't mentioned them on this episode. Yet. Yeah.
2: Do you want to guess where it charted? Little guesses. Three. Steve. Five. Adam just remembers that it charted at three, don't you? From like your years. Wait,
0: did it? Act- no, I genuinely didn't. Charted Let's at guess. three. Charted at three.
2: Mate. Good fucking job, mate. Nice. Good fucking. Job. I just, I
0: just Good assume choice. there is a, there is a couple of pop albums that that, that are bigger than the alt rock. Yeah. Music album. Uh,
2: over time, it's gone like. Double Plat it sold like 600,000 copies. Oh, it was a little, a dub biggest, plat. little Dubby Plat. wp P. Uh, it outsold Showbiz within like 4 months. Uh Yeah, but, yeah. Uh just uh, you know that off the back of this album the mainstream success Skyrockets which is a uh, weird because the album's fucking weird but it's got yeah, Plug it's and so Baby and Newborn on it. Yeah, it's weird. But it? it's got Plug and Baby and d- Newborn on it which are very like
0: Let's not forget that the time that it was released Because in 2001, 2001. you have the Strokes coming out, you know, their their debut album, and you have the Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's, and you have the uh, Please Don't, you have the New York City uh, rock and roll scene (sighs) emerging. No, Steve, please. (laughs) Uh. So, like, alternative rock was sort of back in the air at
2: that time, you know? Yeah. And I remember that well from being, you know, like like when I was like I was really into the music scene when I was eleven years old. I do <laughs>
0: legit remember last night by the strokes coming out and hearing that on the radio for the first time. I don't and oddly thinking Steve will love this. Really?
1: Yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah, and you didn't because Steve. Because lo- uh, lo- <laughs> And I played stroking- it to you no, on a on a I, yeah. on a
0: cassette that I played you, and you did uh, not like it.
1: I really dis. I dis. I don't know why. Yeah, I really disliked the Strokes at the time, and then I've come around to it. I thought you were trying oh, to Steve say I so really good. remember Guys, last was about night
0: a season of the Strokes. I mean, yeah, I do
2: remember um, last night. Ambivalent. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um. Uh. So further singles after the album is released is Bliss. Guess where it charts, Adam. Uh,
0: didn't we do this one? No, maybe yep. not. Uh, yeah, Bliss. Guess where Bliss charts. You told me off uh, last
2: week for doing it in the wrong order, so I'm doing it as per big, your request. Quite,
0: quite, quite a poppy song, but also the third single, so people are getting a little bit bored of the album. Uh, remind me what Newborn was. Newborn was seven, so 12. New plug and Baby was 11. Steve?
2: 13.
1: 19. Yeah, so I, win. so I win. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. So I that was win. Fuck off. the. that was.
2: That was on the 20th of August 2001. And on the 19th of November, the double single of Hyper Music Feeling Good gets released to what? Five. Five on I the strength of it. feeling good. Steve?
1: Six. Eleven. Uh, so I win Steve! that one as well. Yeah, Steve. You what? Can't... Right. Steve's going first what? for the rest of yeah. the season.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that uh, that that didn't chart higher than Newborn because it makes me happy that Newborn charts higher than Feeling Good. Yeah, for yeah. Because sure. like, yeah. Feeling Good essentially drags hyper music into nearly the top ten. <laughs> but it's a double. Like, so if they're doing the if they're if that's the if that's a single release and it gets to number eleven, when they're doing the top forty on the on BBC, on like Radio One, what song do they play? I mean, they obviously play Feeling Good, but like,
0: yeah, w- whichever one is first in the sort of um, track listing, I suppose. Well, well, I, I
1: don't get a double A side. I don't understand. I think it. it's
0: Hyper Music you... Feeling
1: Good though. So they literally release two singles as one. It's I on don't the same get
0: it. Disc, yeah, and both receive. Radio play, so feeling good would have probably been on like Radio Two. But but the count. And, oh, I don't um, get it.
1: Don't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So this is weird. So it's not quite that simple, actually. It's Uh-oh. the Hyper Music CD has Hyper Music, and then Feeling Good Live, and then B sides. The Feeling Good CD has Feeling Good, then Hyper Music Live and then B side
0: so it's not a double
2: A side but it is it's but, but, it's, but it's, it's I mean it's treated as a. I mean I fucking got it right here it says feeling good hyper music on the front like so it's feeling good slash hyper music this is the feeling right? good version though have I got the other one I might have the other one <laughs> uh, hang on
0: hang on Lucas you are ruining your merch I'm corner ruining right merch now. corner we'll get to it yeah. he's um, got the CD
2: I've got some CDs <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, guess what they do after that guess what they continue to do Tour. I reckon they tour. Uh, they do a lot more touring. Uh, hey. they, yeah, they do the tour dubbed the Origin of Chaos. Because, okay. oh, yes. because the gigs are fucking mental and they trash all their equipment and they start.
0: And is it this tour that we kind of don't need to talk about very much because we're covering it in Hollywood? So,
2: yes, so we're going to go out slightly out of order. But basically, they continue a to tour um, in... Uh, very shortly after the album, actually, is this album comes out in June. In September, they do the Zenith in Paris, which is the Hullabaloo, which we will cover. Next no time. doubt, one of
0: the uh, one of the highlights of the tour.
2: Yeah, and it's basically like they. It was it was essentially like an arena it's gig. The, the only other really good twat. The only other really comparable <laughs> gig was they did, they did their first sort of official. Arena gig, just give like, Oh, at the at the London Docklands Arena, which is what? now it's got, I don't it's even seem there anymore. London Docklands, it's a, a venue okay. arena. Literally, never heard of it. No, yeah, we I did think our, it's our now first called, like,
1: arena the London... gig at the London Docklands. Uh,
2: London Docklands Let's see if it still exists.
1: Uh... So we need more of live googling on this.
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah London yeah. Docklands venue. We've got a lot to get through. It's not not there anymore. Gone. Gone. Arena. Gone. Anyway, uh, it's their first like official headline s- arena gig, but they don't sell it out. So, oh, I mean, oh, it's on you, the Isle do of Dogs. Do you dots. even give them? Do you even give them the credit? You know, they didn't even sell it out. Yeah, for Idiots. sure. I mean, you know, the, where, where are, are they, they so, now? Some,
0: some of their stadium gigs right now they don't sell
2: out, but they're still playing they stadiums, aren't they? Yeah. Um, But yes, the the highlight of that tour is Hullabaloo, which we obviously will will cover. Um, Mm. So, going into 2002... Justin Timberlake played there in 2003.
1: We've got got a lot
2: to get through. That's really nice news. Um, They... Continue to play gig. They do. They, they get they get higher on festival bills. You know they they headline the second stage at V. They win the best British band at the Kerrang Awards. David
0: Bowie played there in 1990 between the 26th and the 28th of March. <laughs> Erasure played there on the 11th of December 1989, and a recording of the concert was released on VHS.
1: And Lucas, Lucas, I will remind you, we have a lot to get through.
2: Can yeah. you please stay on topic, Lucas? <laughs> I mean, the topic is just the topic is just. Guess what? They taught, taught. fucking loads. Cool. <laughs> uh, Can we talk about Dead uh, Dom, <laughs> Matt, 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 Dom, and Tom Kirk move to London together, and then Chris? Brighton. Chris stays home with the family. Brighton. He, he becomes a father again. Chris, that's two. That's you the can't become there. a father again. Okay,
0: Ooh. okay, two. You don't. You, you don't do become, become a father, father again, again,
1: don't you? No, you don't become a father again. You're. I you, suppose you're, you're a, father. a father. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And don't I don't am a, always have a father again. a lot to get through.
2: Yeah. yeah sorry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that is. I mean, we kind of talked about the tour before the before we talked them, but they're they're just mental. They're just they they they're they're known for their debauched behaviour and and mental shows. The uh, the gig trashing equipment bill becomes outrageous, and the label has to start oh, charging really? the band themselves. They're like oh, they're no. like you need it's going to start coming out of your own pocket now because it's getting a little bit out of hands and they're like okay. Well there's some very then...
0: half-hearted trashings after that. No, they no nothing <laughs> nothing changes. Oh, amazing. Well, it comes That's
2: out awesome. of I I read, read a thing in the Mark Beaumont book which is that it comes out of the pocket of like so if Matt smashed up Dom's drum kit, Dom has to pay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So they're all just going around smashing each so other. So he
2: there's a thing he loved to do, which is to throw his guitar through the bass drum. That's right. Dom's... But the guitar is unharmed. It's Dom's pocket. That's Dom's pocket. Yeah. Nice. Yes. And then they basically tour solidly up until August 2002, at which point they're off the road for a full year. We'll get into that later. That's oh, abs- OK. OK. That's cool. obviously later. That's absolutely 17th of June 2002, they release a double A side. Called Dead Star in your world. They're songs that they. Seventeenth of June, two thousand and two. So how f- how far? That's almost exactly a year after. Yeah, like yeah, yeah like symmetry, four days right? off yeah. of that. Yeah, they released Dead so... Okay, so they're two songs that they basically wrote and recorded on the road. They had played them at live gigs, etc. You know, they'd been they became like known by the fans as as for live gigs, and they just basically were like, well, we're now going to release this as a double A side to sort of keep people interested before yeah. we go and then yeah, do yeah. a third album, which get to in fucking three months time or whatever um <laughs> and uh yeah they're really good and we're going to talk about them <laughs> in three two and we're going to talk about them in three <laughs> three
0: two, two one and then, and then after i've we got to one i will press play because we yeah. do have
1: a lot to get through so in three yeah two two and then one and then i'll press play yeah right on, so you're going to press play one. on one or after Oh man, I fucking love that. It's so heavy. Yeah. I love that. It's That's one cool of my favorites. That we've covered in the Origin of Symmetry. This, it's it's so heavy, <laughs> and it's shame. It's 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 a shame. It's not on like an album, and it's on this. I mean, team.
2: I I don't think it really is because it got like plenty of radio play, and it not being on an album hasn't stopped it being like a. Fan I know. Fan I know. What played, you mean like, it's it's played live. Like it, this song has. Has held up the test of time a lot more than many album tracks. Like,
1: yeah, it is, so I, it is, I rem- it is a, a big boy. I remember Dead Star and In Your World from around the time. Actually, yeah. no, I actually know these songs, and I think my brother downloaded them on like Kazar because that's the downloading thing we had. I'm just going to um,
2: yeah, email the, not, police.
1: Sorry, uh, no, the police. No, what's the police's email? Is it
2: nine 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 at police dot com?
1: <laughs> yeah, that yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's the one.
2: Um. You you might also remember it, Steve. I mean, I remember this like that. It was it it was used as like a uh, the theme for like a interlude or whatever, like an advert or whatever on Kerrang! It was like a oh, like a maybe. Bit of music they played on like a you know like the sort of oh, like the, did they have a video for this
1: then? Yeah, they had a video. Yeah, so this was, I mean, it was yeah, they both I, had I know what you It mean. was, a,
2: it was it, they were singles, but they yeah. also used it as like the sort of theme to like a vignette that was played like on right. Kerrang!
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah don't remember any of that because I didn't have Sky, but I do remember... Your parents
2: didn't love you. Weirdly, I remember Dead Star and didn't remember In Your World. I'm quite the opposite. I really remember seeing In Your World on TV a lot, and I don't remember seeing much of Dead Star, which is the complete inverse of like which one stuck around and had any kind of impact Yeah, which one hasn't. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, it, I really like, like Dead Star. It's quite... It like, feels- it's simple, it's really simple. Yeah, but it is. Well, this really is
0: really fucking like, good. Pr- production-wise, it sounds like a progression from Origin of Symmetry. Everything's a little bit cleaner. Everything's a little bit sort of better balanced production-wise, but composition-wise and song-wise, song-wise, it feels like a regression. It feels like Agitated or one of their yeah. like or like a Yes Please or heavy demo. Yeah, I mean, yeah. his voice kind yeah. of
1: breaks a bit. And and it's on purpose, but it, it's messy. Well it's- his
0: voice is fucking bizarre yeah, on this. Right? You
1: know, he's beatboxing at one
0: point. Is he though?
2: Man. What you talking about the yeah. shame on you for thinking you're an exception that- be, 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 should- Oh yeah, that bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm making you with you. But
1: yeah, he kind of like it he deliberately makes it messy. And it was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the like
2: the little like dun 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 synth line is really uh really tickles my nubs that does. Oh, <laughs> is,
1: Luke, is it Lucas's Lucas time to, his to throw his nubs on
2: this series. Uh, 7 seconds that <laughs> you hear a whoop that's quite fun. Woo. right right before yeah, the first guitar cool. kicks in you hear a whoo in the background. Oh that's I like fun. that. Yeah. I, nice. like that. I, like I like I like a whoo. I like a whoo.
0: I like a woo. Phoebe Bridges put a little woo on. Uh, the um, yeah. uh, so lovely. Uh, just yeah, I've, a I
2: forgot song, before we introduced the song, so, but to give credit yeah, where yeah, so credit where credits due, produced by John Cornfield. He produced oh good. This, this double, oh, that this changed that a side. That has really changed that for me. Actually, I
0: don't like it
1: now.
2: Yeah. Oh.
0: Now that I know who produced yeah, it, yeah, John. He's a problematic
2: oh, yeah. guy, isn't he? Probably shouldn't say that. What I find so most I interesting. About Muse. Yeah, let's talk.
0: Is it slander or libel if it's spoken? Slander. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, all the songs are credited to Matt Bellamy.
2: Yeah, it's Matt Bellamy and Muse, isn't it? Nope. No, no, no. The songs are written by Matt Bellamy. Interesting. It's is weird, isn't it? Because yeah. That like, seems
0: wrong. <laughs> yeah, because, I, mean, yeah, I bet cre- he like, didn't like,
2: write the drums. No. And I bet he, like... And I'm sure they sat down and talked through the riff.
0: Like, you know, like, yeah. yeah. But if you look at the credits for for every album, it is songs written by Matt Bellamy.
2: Interesting. Interesting. Just a little interesting. Certainly, you know, especially on the later albums where they've they've released like behind the scenes and stuff more than of the earlier stuff. There's you Mm. can see they're sat around talking about what someone should do with any given take or whatever. Like It's clearly a collaborative don't He's not just the time up and doing it to get into it, but it, it, it
0: raises the question of how much can you strip stuff back and it remains a song? Do you just need the chords and the vocals and it's a song? Yeah. And I'm then bass, you. drums, synths orchestras, that's all just sort of window dressing and actually the core of
1: it is the song yeah, so he sat Enjoy. down, wrote it with the guitar, and wrote some lyrics. I've written the song. Now I just need these guys to yeah. come do some parts for exactly. it. Exactly, and with you know, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. That is an interesting. We'll ask him we when he comes on. Ha- yeah, we'll ask him. Yeah, on. yeah, we'll
0: ask him. You'll ask him next week when he's on. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, is it
2: next week? Is that when he scheduled it in for? I think so. I think
0: so. Yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, I I'll, I'll check my emails. But... Make I,
2: I, I won't. I won't come. On, I won't come on that <laughs> one. I can't make it. All right, well, I'll try, I'll he,
0: he might cancel at the last minute for some weird reason or something. So I'll try to yeah. check the <laughs> message. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's
2: it's, it's, it's heavy, written. Simple. So this one's. Uh, bear in mind between between Origin Symmetry and this release, uh, there is 9 uh, 11 happens. Yep. Uh, oh, and. Yeah. 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 And they were in That's the smart. States at the time. I they live were in a Boston, world they in which in, that they has in...
0: always happened. Do you know
1: what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I forget that there was a time. Um, before And so
2: it. lyrically, it's a little bit about sort of like there's a lot the, of that the, crashing the, and burning. I don't. It's not about 9/11, but it's about. No, I like know the, but... the sort of the fading of the, the the dead star that is fading is perhaps the US as a power, and it's a bit... and also oh, a relationship. Shame on shame on you for thinking you're an exception. I think is maybe like a bit. It's a Matt Bellamy, isn't it? We know his fucking ways are. It, yeah, it's, Steve's
0: right. It could also be uh, about a relationship. Yeah, it's a failing relationship. So I mean, like, and then he... I, I've written about the lyrics. He's angry at someone, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> which I
0: think sums it up quite nicely. The answer
2: is bush. <laughs>
0: That's
2: always your answer, Lucas. Yeah. Uh, fun fact: Is this a fun fact? There was a period of time where they'd play a, like a, a, a weird mashup of Dead Star and Microcuts. Oh. Oh. And people called it Dead Cuts. And it was like a thing they'd do live where they'd do Dead Star with the Microcuts outro.
1: Just play both. I like both. Play both. Yeah. But I mean, I like both. Weird thing
2: to do. Just like play Dead Star and then play the Microcuts outro off the end of it. Yeah, that is odd. Dead Cuts. Weird. Weird. Hmm. And weird. But is it weird? <laughs> it is quite it's weird. It's weird in your world, isn't it? Adam? Okay. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst one yet.
0: <laughs> that that was
2: genuinely Let's try again. Surprise, Should we do it again? Go surprise around. Surprise even me now. Stop the song, plain. let's do it again. Let's do it find uh, a new okay. one. Okay, alright, fine, 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 fine. Um, um Steve's love. I've got one. one I've Today, got one. one, I've got a good one, I've got a good one. Let's play the next song, it's called In Your World. Genuinely better. like the b-side to dead star it really does right it's on. it's a double a side but like come on we know dead star this is
0: the weaker of the two a-sides yeah for sure yeah
1: i do agree i still think it's very strong like these two tracks are very very good and this song's about euthanasia i think
2: Oh. oh interesting let me just uh so you belong to in sing Asia. Along. I'll
1: comf- the youth illusion. I'll comfort you, my friend, helping you to blow it all away. No one is dying alone. I think it's about oh. helping someone along with their death. Yeah. Oh. Comforting a, them while they nice. die. I tell Which
0: you what, those fine. verses, that is maybe for me his best vocal melody in their career so far. Oh, cool. I really love. That, well, but I'm that I'm hurting you. Pretend I'm hurting
2: you again. Too lonely to pretend like everything is new. York,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I love the way he sings those. Really great. Uh, which is then frustrating to me because the chorus is a bit, eh,
2: a bit um. It's a. It's a bit weaker. It's a, it's you know? a bit um. What was that fucking manic song? Come on, Lucas. Kevin Carter. I don't know. Oh, just is like, he just yeah, sort of exactly. It's just, yeah. No way, like, Repeating, r- the repeat title. a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but it's another the riff, like the riff is fucking great. I
1: was going to say it's another super heavy, yeah, awesome, super heavy, awesome guys. But it's it's one <laughs> of the but, but it's all
2: it's all tappy as well, so you can do the cool thing live where he doesn't use his right hand and just goes. <laughs> wah, 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 you mean because he's hammering <laughs> on, which makes off him yeah. It's just all hammering. On off, yeah, so it yeah, makes, cool. Which looks cool. Yeah,
0: it's also like it's 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 really nice how that. That when it's played on piano that part sounds like a classical piece and then it's translated to guitar, which is
2: really, really nice. Oh, well, yeah. Uh I mentioned earlier about Toccata and Fugue in D minor by Bach with plug in baby, but it's actually more yep. relevant here if you play a little clip. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can see that,
1: yeah
0: yeah for sure yeah, yeah yeah definitely in like the same sort of tone and, and scale and stuff yeah um it's interesting how he takes all these little like weird classical influences and manages to put it in pop rock sort of and songs. you can get away with
2: it because people don't know it like i wouldn't recognize that immediately. Yeah. i mean you'd recognize it's not
0: even like getting away with it it just means that there's like a really nice sort of like there's a lineage to these songs that is that is really nice. Yeah, yeah. and he gets a
2: bit more on the nose than later in the career. Like at this point, it's like especially like that, yeah. like that one with Space Dementia, where it's like, oh wow, it's literally the melody of like a Rachmaninoff, and it's like that's really cool. Yeah, and I really like it when there's aspects of
0: classical music taken into rock songs, and I like it less when an album ends with a three part symphony. <laughs>
1: you know can i does uh, that happen uh, then (laughs) no don't tell him (laughs) well uh, okay i don't know now
0: no you don't (laughs) yeah ignore what i said and now you don't know No, i don't know no that doesn't happen But you're right. I think, Lucas, I think this is, yeah, this is the B-side to it, Dead Star. Which is Star, weird because like. at
2: the time, I feel like I remember it getting more radio play. And like, I really, like, I really have a long a strong memory of seeing this live, like, not live, sorry, seeing this on TV a lot and not uh, not really Dead Star. It is, it is, it does seem um, more
0: commercially viable than Dead Star. Dead Star seems more like, your like your alternative rock and in your world is a bit more poppy and catchy. and
2: dead star like has come and gone over the years but has remained in their live pantheon and i'm assuming in your world has just sort of died a in death. your world it was played a few times right, in your world was played like a lot before the single came out it was like they, they yeah. brought these two into the set lists and after after the single was released it was only played five times and never again Wow! Right. So, which they, so, is... they, so
0: they played it on the 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 end of the uh,
2: the Origin of Symmetry tour. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they stopped touring in. Very this much. came out in June. They yeah, stopped yeah. touring in August, and they only played it five yeah. times in that. And they did in again. that time, yeah. and then so they never brought it back.
1: These were released as a release together,
2: so they released yeah. AA side, AA yeah. a double get, A side. Double
1: A side. I don't get. I don't get double A. I don't
0: understand it. But there is also a B side
2: to the double yes, A, side, of which right? we're going to about to listen. Would it to?
1: appear on a chart as? Well, this is what we, I, just slash this, slash I just in asked. I just asked this start, question about hyper world. music
2: feeling good. Yeah, it, it
0: would be Dead Star Slash. Right. Okay, that's fine.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, done, you say yeah. there was a B side. The the it depends on which version, but the one I've got in my hand, the B side is Futurism.
1: Oh okay. God, say what? <laughs> and what's the B side that we're covering? <laughs> oh
2: God, remind. Oh, hang on. Oh, uh, okay. Plug in, baby. No, close. There's some some typing there. Right, why are we covering this song? Why are we about to do this song? Uh, it was on the Dead Star In Your World. There's just another version of it. You know, they fucking do 40 versions of single releases. is the problem, isn't it? That's yeah, what yeah. they do. And so Wasn't there's a version... was on,
0: like, uh, on an NME compilation or something?
2: Dead Star In Your World had Futurism on it. In Your World, Dead Star had Can't Take My Eyes Off You on it. There okay. And why is that important enough for us to cover? um but okay it, the reason i wanted to cover content Eyes with you a we knew we were doing a double episode and i was like we've got time to squeeze in more songs and you'll let me sure <laughs> little did we know we talked for 400 hours uh, <laughs> B, uh we talked about this song quite a lot last season yeah we did yeah and so i feel yeah, like it's did. just a little fun little thing a little fun inclusion yeah, to just like be like well we talked about yeah, it quite but... a lot last
0: season so like
2: let's just include it
0: the manics have a have a cover of it and it's a big um song amongst welsh football so this is uh can't take my eyes off you
3: you're just too good to be true I can't keep my eye-
2: Uh, Adam was right. It was also on a compilation. It was on a French compilation called La Musique de Paris de Niro, Volume Three.
1: That makes it sound like you made that up. Yeah, Um
2: Yeah, this is absolutely fine, Lucas. Yeah, it's great. This is a it's cover really of great. Can't Take My Eyes it's, Off it's You the by best ver- Muse. It's the best version of the song. And to be honest, this is absolutely. I also fine. wanted to include it because anything. we have to. We have. It doesn't to. do anything too drastic. It's a pretty straight down. And we have cover. to
1: debate about.
2: We it have goes ba na no na na. doesn't know, right, Lucas. Right. What I'm convinced is the case is that the vocals go ba na ba na, but the guitar he goes da na na da na na da doesn't know. It doesn't know. What I will
0: tell you is, I think they do add a syllable at the beginning of every bar. I think it goes da na 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 like that. And this is very
1: interesting, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Well, this is this is this should really be some
1: kind of Patreon content, guys. <laughs> yeah, imagine paying for this though. <laughs> um this is definitely definitely um this is all right. How do I put this? This is a cover of Can't Take My Eyes Off You by Muse for sure. By that Muse. is one of the first yeah. things I yeah. noticed about yeah. it is that yeah.
2: it's definitely yeah. a cover. Yeah. I can't take my yeah. eyes off yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then the second thing yeah. I noticed about yeah. it is that that is literally yeah. all it is. Yeah, it's really good though. It's like the best. I it's fine. I like the fact, that, fact that, that they lean. The song. I like
1: the fact they lean into it and just literally go bah, 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 like they're at a wedding, and that's yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah, and that's yeah.
2: why when you come to my wedding, you'll hear this song getting played. Excellent. Did you say With if this version? Did you say if? Yeah. Yeah, if you come to my wedding. If you come to the wedding. Well, I'm still not 100% on whether you get an invite. Yeah, fair. Yeah. It's actually more like if it can fucking happen with this fucking game. (laughs) 2020. Also, the other reason we included this is as per the rules we set up last season, if it was on a release, an official release, non-decided, we cover it. It was on a compilation. Same way that Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head last season was on a compilation, we're covering it absolutely although that was because notable those are the because rules. it was the
0: first song that they released after the disappearance of one of their members
2: but this is notable because it's a cover of can't take my eyes off <laughs> you originally by frankie valley
0: yeah that's very true actually and again one of the first things yeah. that Steve and i
1: noticed about it yeah, yeah. instantly instantly uh, yeah from <laughs> the title is, is from the title from the alone the title.
2: yeah from the t- <laughs> from the title alone one thing that is fun about this is they did whip this out live, like really recently in Tokyo, and had basically a bunch of furries on stage dancing around with them. Really? Huh. That's a thing. Okay, that's interesting. Well, that is interesting. I mean, You're yeah. right.
1: And then they, were they present at the orgy?
2: <laughs> I think the orgies have dried up. I'm one
0: saying. has to assume. Whoa, what? Oh, what? Oh, 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 no one it's... likes a dry oh, orgy.
1: Ah, sh- <laughs> oh, imagine, and then you'd have to scrape it up. <laughs> Rather than like a damp cloth.
2: (laughs) (sighs) And uh, this next one's also a song that was on a compilation CD. So we're going to cover it because it was released on a compilation CD, which means it was released to the world, which means it's part of the pantheon of their music. What was, what what compilation was it? It was uh, one of the War Child CDs, which was, I think Mannix did one. Oh, okay.
0: yeah so what year is this 2002 2001 or
2: two uh, yeah. okay cool
0: fair uh do you want, want to introduce love. it
2: uh yeah
1: I think probably a thousand bands have covered "House of the Rising Sun." By oh, if I get this wrong, it's the Animals, isn't it? Not originally, but is it? Yeah, not? that's, that, that, that's that, like that, the most that. famous version. Okay, but yeah, what? Well, well, there you go. Like, but although but, I, I have to say, I
0: have a penchant for the Bob Dylan version.
2: It's, it's kind of just you one of those do, because songs, you're one a of those, wanky mother. It's a traditional song. song yeah, it's what you would call a traditional song, right? Which yeah. is okay. It's just like one of those songs that's kind of like always existed and handed down handed yeah. down and anyone can cover it
1: however i
2: really like this version of yeah, it i think cover. it's really they heavy this is, of the three covers we've done this is far and away the best one they yeah. do make it muse by adding some arpeggios and oh, like some they absolutely oh, make it, it starts there, right? off it, and i was like
1: how's this gonna go i mean it does then <laughs> go into just a cover of house of the rise of the sun but but it starts off mad to the point where it doesn't you think Oh, well, yeah, I can hear that chord progression now. I know which song it is. Yeah. And then it yeah, does yeah. go into that, just goes into the standard kind of cover. But um, yeah, very good. And his voice is really good and it's heavy. His it's really voice cool. it's a cool cover. was like made for this song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, it's his register all so over. so good it? on this one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really like this. Prefer this to In Your World. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is, if it was on Spotify... It would make my playlist. Yeah, it's
2: not on Spotify, annoyingly.
0: Yeah, very Yeah,
2: annoying. War Child. Put your CDs on Spotify.
0: Yeah. Uh, do you know what? The, a lot of them are. Uh, no, not, this not One, one, one yeah. Love. That's
2: not uh mm. This song was also covered at one point by Nina Simone. Which yes. is something.
0: I mean, it's been covered by
2: everybody. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah. Has
2: it been covered by Dragon Force, do you think?
1: Oh, I bet they have genuinely. Actually, I, bet they have. I, I I bet that's <laughs> yeah. really good as well. Like you can <laughs> yeah. always hear, that, yeah, Herman <laughs> Lee just playing that arpeggio like all the way at the top of his guitar. But yeah, it's
2: like I think yeah they actually make it a Muse song more than certainly more than yeah yeah they yeah they add more, more than can't to take it.
0: my eyes off you. Like can't yeah. take my eyes off you is a pretty straight down the
2: straight down the line cover isn't it. Yeah, whereas this is like yeah it's a sound in, uh something. They've never played it live or anything. No, sure, unfortunately. Of yeah, yeah. They well they did. They they for a while they like they would instrumentally play the House of the Rising Sun, but not this version. They just play like the uh the, the classic right, sort of riff yeah. of it. Oh, okay. And the whole crowd would sing along with it. I think they did it like in America for a while, but like 'cause America. Yeah, America.
1: Um I can confirm that Dragon Force didn't cover it and I'm
2: really disappointed. Oh, that's a shame. Um well, when when yeah. we get them on, we'll ask them to do it. Well, when we get Dragon Force on for the music, but we're getting a yeah. season on Dragon Force, presumably. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. uh, do you, let me
1: think about that. Yes, we are.
0: <laughs> do you Dragon Force? Yeah, uh, good, very
1: good. How you threw the fire in the flames?
0: <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah,
1: Operation yeah. Ground and Pound. I,
0: I don't know anything about Dragon Force to, to be able to join in with this. I'm so sorry,
1: Herman Leet, me show you this song. Good so league.
2: Lucas when uh, I know two things about Dragon Force. This
0: compilation come out with uh, House of the Rising Sun on it. Before we get oh, too deep God, into Dragon it. Force and Ruin, Dragon the Force. Season this is the law, of of yeah. Dragon Force. <laughs>
3: oh,
2: I didn't write it down. You asked me the one thing I didn't read. You Excellent. did this last time where you like found something really that I hadn't bad. written down. <laughs> it was reached on One Love, which is a Warchild album. Which was released on the twenty eighth of October two thousand and two. So this is a bit later. This is like then the right a into 20- two thousand two.
0: Are they recording Absolution no,
2: no. by this point? They, they've they've taken time off. They're off the road. They've 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 yeah. They've they paused. They've ceased. I mean, I don't know. They may, they may be doing some of the very early work on Absolution, but I think for the first time they actually took a bit of a break before they then got into absolute. Do you
0: think that maybe then we should pause and cease and take a bit of a break before we get into the rest of their career?
2: That was a really good transition. That's lovely. And that's, that's,
0: you know, that's just professional podcasting for you guys.
2: (laughs) That's why you're better at this than me. And
1: if you can, if someone at home can let us know what professional podcasting is, then please email um...
0: (laughs) And Steve's forgotten the email address in a a show of what professional podcasting isn't. Um, So, Lucas... uh, People have been absolutely fucking dying to hear... Obviously, we missed it on the last episode. So, people have been dying to hear what tat you've amassed from this era of Muse. And we simply must hear about it on... Lucas's Merch Corner. Lucas's Merch Corner in the
4: corner.
0: Like, that it. needs some work. I think that needs some work. Anyway, it doesn't oh, matter. Stick
1: some sorry, heavy
2: heavy reverb on that. Sorry, guys. I was, yeah, adding, okay. some, I was, I was adding some... Make it real roomy. I was adding some <laughs> Phillips there. Oh,
1: um, yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Do your four finger Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. We simply, right. we simply don't have time. simply <laughs> uh, don't have time.
2: So, uh, what have I got? Do you I've have got... the, uh,
0: the CD of oh, Origin of Symmetry? I've got the symmetry. CD of Origin oh, of Symmetry. Oh my God, it's yeah. right there. Wow. There yeah, it is in like, its
2: plastic glory. It's the CD of Origin of Symmetry. It's It's got it's got quite a few asterisks next to the tracks on the track list. Look, it's got like like most songs have an yeah. asterisk next to them. What's right, oh, yeah. that about? What's that about?
0: Well, Feeling Good will have an asterisk next to it because it's like, in the credits it will say written by Matt Bellamy, except asterisk written by... Uh, whoever the two guys that wrote the uh... oh, oh, we're getting right, right. into the uh, yeah, yeah let's is, find out. Yeah. Lucas has opened the
1: booklet uh, it, of well, Origin it, of Symmetry. It, it's
2: about who produced it. It's about right.
1: right. I thought okay. when I thought you had something interesting to say about the asterisks. <laughs> you, are, you were you were going to find out on microphone. That's fine. <laughs> of course, come come
2: on. Come <laughs> two on.
0: hours and forty into the episode. Right. I've got. Lucas I've got is still doing his I've research. Got Origin
2: <laughs> of Symmetry. I've got. I've got the Origin of Symmetry vinyl. That's up there. It's on the wall. I didn't get it down. Well, hang
0: on. But the vinyl's not in there. The 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 actual vinyl is in that frame.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's meant for holding a vinyl, right? No, it's, it's, it's
0: meant for holding the artwork. You're not supposed right. to keep the. What am I going to do with a the vinyl?
2: What am I thinking? Where am I going to keep that? Should be in a
0: separate sleeve, shouldn't it? It comes in the white paper sleeve inside.
2: What's, what's wrong with keeping it in the? It's not gonna it's not gonna get damaged, is it? It's in there, Lucas, it's safe. We don't have <laughs> time.
1: Right, you've got the CD of uh, Endless of quest
2: to collect all the singles. I've got I've got Newborn 1. This is one of the album arts that someone actually came up oh, with okay. when they got given the Origin and Symmetry name. That is a
0: weirdly it. sort of communistic sort of Yeah, I'll have image. to post that. Yeah, I, think yeah, think it's just, got... I
2: think it's just communist. I don't think you say communistic. I think we should go I, for I communistic. I think I did one. say communistic, though. No, but I'm saying I don't think it is Time I Time it's communist. No, I think I did
0: say that, though. That's what I'm saying time well, will uh,
2: tell which we our simply time is don't running have. out so yeah yeah i've got they got got feeling good hyper music that's nice, nice. the double yeah. it's that's nice i've got do plug in baby that's some horrible artwork. showing us yeah yeah i do yeah yeah, yeah i do i've Show got bliss i've got bliss oh no. yeah on, okay. on
1: cd <laughs> adam
2: yeah i've got i've got yeah. the dead star in your oh, world yeah and that is on cd, CD. Yeah. that's on yep. cd as well i have so it is actually quite i thought it is actually quite a nice little get because they didn't make many yeah. of them i was i have got random one to eight which okay. is the and the that's Japanese on what's that on ep oh that's on cd the thing CD. we didn't
1: the thing we didn't cover that's fine
2: we did we talked about it at the start of the episode you mm. twat. <laughs> okay mate uh yeah did i mention I got the original, uh, okay, original cd oh we showed the cd again yeah. yeah and then i mean i talked about it last week but let's talk about it again is we're that, getting the, the origin of muse, muse but bo- yeah great yep again just a, yeah just a but actually i wasn't mentioned last week is it has actually got some very cool now it's got like a weird the artwork's yeah. like the two artworks combined oh i do is like that it's quite the, so yeah it's yeah. the showbiz so it's the girl it's the sh- from the showbiz cover on the origin yeah. of Symmetry cover this yeah. has got right i actually didn't talk about this last week and it's actually got where's the list Where's the list? There's simply not enough time. (laughs) This has got in it, actually, a pretty mental selection of CDs. It's got the Newton Abbott demos. Yeah. The Muse EPs. The the Muse EPs, which is the the two EPs, the The Museep and the Muscle Mazeep. Thank you. And some demos from Showbiz. It's got Showbiz. It's got all the B sides from Showbiz. It's got Showbiz Live at the Portsmouth Pyramid Centre. Oh, oh a lovely venue. Which is very cool for us because it's that cool. near where we live. Yeah. yeah. Uh it's got all of Origin of Symmetry instrumental demos recorded on like a on like a little shitty recorder. Gonna, gonna need to hear those. Yeah, gonna need to hear those. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. It's got Origin of Symmetry, it's got all the B sides of Origin and Symmetry, <laughs> and it's got Origin of Symmetry live at Reading Festival in two thousand eleven, which me and Steve went to. Oh, lovely.
0: Oh, oh, cool. What well, a nice cool. little
2: set. Yeah. Not yeah. often you get a merch got some...
0: corner that has the same item in it, two things. Twice. Both, well,
2: don't worry, yeah. guys, because it doesn't cover, it doesn't go up to Absolution. So this, you've seen the last of this one. Man, I can't Whoa. wait to
1: see Absolution on CD. <laughs> <laughs> Mate.
2: I can't what is that, that about, even
0: going to look like, it's Crazy. I just
2: don't know. I it, it like do think it's gonna look like the Absolution artwork, which is. I mean, you Whoa. can see it, it's there. Yeah, but it's isn't there. it different depending on
0: the, what you get—the vinyl, or the CD,
2: or the cassette, oh, or cool. the, or the DVD?
0: Um, we're also not. uh Yeah, we won't be covering Absolution in the next one. We're actually covering Hullabaloo. Uh, we're. What fucking order are we covering in Lucas? So we're, we're gonna, gonna do the B sides disc. We're gonna do the B sides disc. We're not gonna cover the live CD. We're not want to cover the live CD because what's Although the I will point? listen to it. I will listen
2: to it. Fine, but we're gonna do the live DVD. So yeah, that's so the same, in, but with images. In right? two in your weeks' eyes. time, we will be covering Holla
0: Blue, the B sides disc, and then the week after that, so in three weeks from now, we will be covering. We'll be doing a live commentary for. The Hullabaloo DVD, yes, um, guys, all of that that we just talked about over nearly five hours across two episodes over a month, all of that what that we talked about and we heard and we discussed,
1: was that music. Adam, Adam, I'll tell you that I'll tell you I'll tell you this. Yeah, that was music. Okay.
2: I think that not only was that music, but in my opinion, was some of the best music.
0: Ah, I agree. I also think it was music and some of it was very good. Uh, And that brings us not willing to to give it the same.
2: The same. uh,
0: (laughs) 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 Thank you so much uh, for listening. Um, It is your turn to get in touch with us. I don't have time to read more emails in this episode, um, but I'm going to get to them next time i promise oh
2: guys there's a few more songs we need to cover actually about
0: nope so come and find us on our social media let us know what you think of origin of symmetry and what you think of what we think of origin of symmetry and what you think of this episode and anything that we've talked about today we love hearing from you all
2: yes lucas if they talk about what they think about what we think about origin of symmetry yeah we will then reply to that with what we think about Well we we them, will do an episode. About, we yeah we'll do a whole symmetry. episode.
0: Yeah 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 for sure. For sure.
2: So uh, we'll do how... an episode on what they think about what we think of, of of origin and symmetry.
0: What we think about what they think about what we think about origin and What we think yeah.
2: about what they think about what we think of origin and symmetry.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh so find us on Twitter at what is music. And then after that episode, tweet at us about that instagram at what is music pod uh tiktok at what is music and if you'd like to send us in something a little bit longer maybe have us read us out uh read it out on the show you can email us what is music pod at gmail dot com uh we also have a couple of ways that you can support us other than listening if you'd like to just listening to the pod is 100 percent supporting us and we are super grateful that you do that there is a way that you can contribute uh, financially, if you would like to, one is to buy our merch. If you go to whatismusicpod.redbubble.com, you'll find a whole host of stupid designs and also one cool one. And I think we'll have some music-specific stuff. Which up one's that now? One? It doesn't matter. And if you'd like to just chuck us uh, a few quid, you can go to coffee.com, which is k-o-f-i.com. What is music? All donations gratefully received and go towards running costs five hours on Origin of Symmetry it is midnight. midnight that about does it thank didn't you didn't even
2: talk about the thing with the Slipknot last thank you what? again oh, was, for you listening didn't
0: even talk about it. I will Luke, leave say you it, tell <laughs> me about I will Luke leave say you with just one advice don't feel good or good <laughs> will feel you
1: shoba <laughs> oh man good night